Good evening. This is Matt from the Crit Apocalypse podcast. I barely hear you. Good evening. <laughs> My name's Matt. You're Ant. This is Crit Apocalypse. We uh, review some stuff and things. We each do four things a week. It's episode 190. 190. And. Oh, that's been a mistake. It's episode 190. So, uh, so let's get. This has gone on long enough. This <laughs> has gone on long enough. Weren't we dead yet? <laughs> so. It might be in this heat. Do you think Prince Andrew's just been sat out on the porch with a bowl of water, just panting away? What, because he can't sweat? Yeah. Yeah, he's just there going... All right. So, um, so what we're going to do... Yeah, it's full of energy, aren't you? We're going to do it. I'm, I'm so warm. And Stop I looking at your phone. Is it what I've got? Okay, you ready? So we're going to play a game. I'm going to give you a quote, and you tell me it's from a from a Disney... Quote what on? What on a property? No, so I'm going to give you a oh. quote, and it's a Disney villain, and you tell me who the villain is. Villain. Villain. Villain is. Who the villain helm scream is. It's who capitalism. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. All right, okay, so I'm going to start off with an easy one. All right, so you'll know this one straight away. And with everyone super, no one will be. Can you think of who that might be? Oh, a villain. Yeah, villain. A person. Yeah, a person in a movie who mm. did villainous things was the key antagonist to our our uh, our uh, heroes. You want me to answer? And I want you to tell me who you think that is from a Disney film. Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah. 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 Who do you reckon that is? That syndrome from Invincible. Yeah. Incredibles. Incredibles. Same Incredibles. Thing. Okay. Same thing. Here you go. If you can make God bleed, the people will cease to believe in him, and there will be blood in the water, and the sharks will come. The truth. All I have to do is sit here and watch as the world will consume you. Well, that's um, Leonardis from no, 300. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's from a Disney film. It's now a Disney film. It's retroactively a Disney it's, film. So it's not a Disney film. It is a Disney film. Well, it's not. It's, it's a Disney property. It's a Disney film. It's not a Disney property. It is. it is. Take a guess. Well, it could be any film ever. No, it can't. Okay, it could be Mr. Burns in The Simpsons. It's about a film. It's a specifically a film in which someone aims to make someone bleed who seems to be a god. The Predator. No, it's actually Ivan Vanko from Iron Man 2. See, that's not. It's not a Disney film. That wasn't even made by Disney, that film. That's pre Disney buyout. I think you're stretching what a Disney film Bury me in the oceans with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. That's it again. You're, that's Killmonger from Black Panther. <laughs> Congratulations. Again, not... Two points! Not a Disney film. Two points. Okay. All right, you ready? I will rebuild Krypton atop his bones. What? I will rebuild Krypton atop his bones. Are you sure you're... Another famous thing. Disney film... <laughs> Another famous Disney film. Yeah. Retroactively. Predictively. <laughs> was this Zod in Man of Steel? Did he it's, say it? It's Jarrell from Man of Steel. But good good, 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 ah. good guess. Good guess. Close, close. Fucking. Okay. I'll make you a deal. I won't tell people. I won't tell you how to captain and you don't tell me how to pirate. Oh, this is from uh, Captain Phillips. No, the, um, no, Tom, no. Tom Hanks film. No, no. Come on. It's a famous Disney film. With a seafaring hero, yeah, can talk to fish. Treasure Planet. <laughs> it's, it's actually Black Manta from oh. Aquaman. Oh, okay. You got two points so far. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's not a Disney film. Again, <laughs> it's a Disney film. Are you sure this is a Disney quiz? This is a Disney film. It's right. Okay. Are you sure this is a Disney quiz made by your nan or something? Like, you ready for the next one? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's five minutes of the podcast. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. All right, okay, you ready? Oh, that's from... Um, what? Ready? To manipulate the fear that's in others, your... you must first master your own. Manipulate the fear in others, you must first master your own. Isn't this famous the... Disney film? This from, like, Batman or some shit. Oh, so close. Yeah. Famous Disney film. Think about it. Famous Disney film. Famous Disney film. Bartok the Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. Raish, Raish, Raish al Ghul from Batman Begins. So you knew it. You knew it. You knew which Disney film I was talking about. You just sensitive. You didn't bring it up. Uh, okay, you ready? You ready? This is this this is going to be. An it easy just one. could be any film of this all time. Is, no, this is the last one. You got to get it straight away. Famous Disney film. Get it in your head straight away. Famous Disney film. Focus on nothing but Disney, and you'll get yeah, this straight yeah, away. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Long ago, in a distant land. I, Aku, the shape-shifting master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable evil, but a foolish samurai warrior wielding a magic sword stepped forth... Apparently it's all wrong. (laughs) ...stepped forth to oppose me before the final blow was struck. I tore open a portal in time and flung him into the future where my evil is law. Now the the fool seeks to return to the past and undo the future. That is Aku. That's really bad reading. No, but yeah, but where's it from? Conan the Barbarian. No, it's actually Aku, Samurai Cho. Oh. Aku. Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo, <laughs> No, that'll all be about the man who smells like fucking daffodils or sunflowers or whatever it fucking was. I can't remember. It's not Afro Samurai. No, it's uh, Samurai Champloo. Because oh, no, her, her, her dad's killed by like someone who smells like sunflowers. And so she's hunting the sunflower assassin. could have just been eating sunflowers that day. That is a really weak thing to go on. Yeah, but if you just eat a few, you're not going to smell them, are you? Probably. If they eat quite a few to smell. You've got a bag on you, they're open. Yeah, but who's carrying a bag of sunflower seeds? Fox Mulder. Fox Fox Mulder. I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know if that's true. I can't argue it. (laughs) Anyway, Anne. So, uh, how you doing? Well done on that quiz. You got two right. Clearly not a Disney fan. Why would you be? You're a right winger. So, of course, you don't like Disney. Because apparently. Apparently Disney's bad. I mean, historically, Disney have done some pretty fucking horrendous stuff, which, yeah, be fair to be, you know, angry about that. But not about the things people are getting angry about them right now. People are fucking weird nowadays, Ant. But anyway, your review. You're first this week, aren't you? Is that how you guys? Well, yeah, that's how you start, I think. You, okay. want to do, you can talk about it if you like. What no, you no, I'm good. All right, cool. Hey, your review, then. Fuck's <sighs> sake. Uh, what was I going to review? I don't know. Uh, Miss Marvel, I guess. It was on telly. It was on the internet. You stole one of my reviews. Yeah, no, I'm really good at it. So, so Miss Miss Marvel was a show. Yeah, it was. Um, which is it's a weird one. It's half really good. Like, I really liked some of it. I really liked all the stuff where she was just like, you know, having family stuff and school stuff and all that sort of thing. All the All the, all the teenage superhero stuff. But then there was, like, a time travel bit, and there was, like, a bit that looked like when the Inhumans happen, and they get encased in rock shit, and it went a bit off the rails, and there was, like, an episode set in 1930 or something, and that was a bit much, and then the last episode didn't really have... A, the, the villain sort of disappears in episode five, and then the last episode goes back to the street stuff, and the last episode was a bit more what I want from Miss Marvel, 
But, you know, it was fine. You know, it had a sense of humour. It was pretty light-hearted. It had, like... Early episodes have a lot of, like, really pop art style presentation and, like, you know, really clever camera work and stuff like that. There's there's one effect which, if you're... If you know your cameras, there's a clever little effect where the camera zoomed in towards two people and then it split down the middle and turned to focus on both of them, which is something cameras can't do. Because cameras only have one lens, but if you watch, you can see where the split happens and where, where they slide in the other shot and all that. But, you know, stuff like that, I appreciate it. I appreciate a bit of visual flair in these Marvel things, because God knows they don't often have it. Um, yeah, nice of them to have it for the first episode, drop it for four episodes and they bring it back. Yeah, up. it has its moments after that. It's just, it did feel kind of normal Marvel stuff by the end of it. But I've noticed like, the whole Phase 4 thing, I think they're trying to answer people who say that all their films feel the same, and they're clearly letting the directors have a bit more sort of, of their own voice or hiring directors who have their own voice already to do their films, but like they're still trying to shoehorn them into that Marvel formula, which is why you get like half a Raimi, and you get like Taika Waititi like, smelling his own farts for two hours and like you know enjoying his own ad-lib stuff. But this this felt like it had a bit more of the freedom. But yeah, there's some weird changes to it for Miss Marvel. I'm not so fussed about her powers being different as everyone seems to be, because stretchy powers. She, it's not just stretchy powers. She has shape shifting powers. She can change. She, she can change the like. she can change the matter in her body. Yeah, it's incredible power. But I kind of I'm taking it right now because where they leave they've they've left it a little bit open. They've suggested that the bangle merely unlocks her powers as such and that she might actually already have powers underneath yeah. so I think they've given themselves the leeway that when she was like doing the giant fists and punches and stuff that like if they want to she could end up stretching into this form if they decide that's her mutant power Yeah. or it could be that she just has the power to control light then what are you going to do with Jubilee because huh? <laughs> they say because all the rumours that everyone says is that the reason she doesn't have stretchy powers in this is because they want to introduce Mr. Fantastic and all that, and I'm like, eh, does that really matter? I mean, you got two Iron, you got Iron Man, you got War Machine, they got the same thing going on, you know. You got Hulk and you got Drax, they're big, weird, coloured guys who punch things hard. Like, I don't think that's the reason. I think they just wanted to do something a bit different with it. Um, and they're still not comfortable bringing humans into it, so they've sort of spoilers for the last episode. They sort of hint that she's got a mutation, mm. that she's a mute. I say a hint. About as subtle as Marvel gets, where it plays the fucking X Men theme tune again. <laughs> like, oh god, don't do that. Do you it's reckon X Men '97, the series, is going to tie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think. It? I reckon they're going to do some magic at the end of the series, and it'll open a portal and unleash mutant genes into uh, the. And there'll be little animated Wolverine yeah. running around. Yeah, yeah, they'll have animated Wolverine. Because isn't but it's the Australian one from Wolverine. that original X Men pilot? Yeah, Wolverine's like five foot eight in the comics or something, isn't he? Yeah, and like in everyone who's playing is like six foot two. Yeah, get Rishi Sunak to play him. He's like <laughs> yeah. height, but um, no, nah, it's Wait, fine. Rishi Sunak's short. He's really short. Is it? Yeah, yeah. They keep in photos whenever they do the he photos. He looks quite tall, doesn't he? Yeah, they always make him taller than everyone else in the photos. Ah, sneaky. But if you get a photo of him with other people, he's like shorter than Liz Truss. Jesus, he's like five four. <laughs> I'm googling this yeah. now. But um. Yeah, it was fine. It was good fun. I quite liked um, Bruno in it. I liked Bruno yeah, a lot. He was he was fun. Or Brian, as he kept getting called. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt the the villains kind of. I don't know what was going on with them. They didn't even really wait for her to try and help them. They just gave up waiting like twenty minutes later, 
and then just go after her. Um, I did like the whole sequence at the wedding with the fight and everything, and the dance sequence before that was kind of cool. Um, But no, it was was decent enough Miss Marvel. It felt like Miss Marvel when it was at its best. It actually felt like the comic's personality was coming through. Um, and I like. I'm not so fussed about the inhuman stuff either being erased. And it's like she's actually she may Boris be a Johnson's apparently taller than him. Yeah, Bush Johnson's like six foot, isn't he? So like that. No, he's not. He's one seven five. So he's he's like an in, two inches shorter than he's me. He's in metric four. We're not in the EU anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to work it out. But um, no, she, yeah, it's, it feels like Miss Marvel at times. It's got the it's got the fun and games. Um, luckily, it seems like people died down all the. Uh, the rumour nonsense online for this series compared to the previous Marvel shows that have been going on. That can't be real. What? That cannot be real. Yeah, no, he's he's tiny. He's That's a man. A, he's no, an actual manlet. I'll tell you. Those ears are normal sized ears. It's just that he's really small. But anyway, trying to concentrate on Miss Marvel and you're distracting. Sorry, you were the one who told me about this. I have to know. So... Yeah, the, the, the rumours nonsense. You know all the nonsense that goes around with every time there's a Marvel series and people just imagine who the villain's going to be and that there's going to be some amazing cameo and all this sort of stuff. Wolverine's going to show up in the show or some shit and it never happens. He's five foot seven. He's tiny. That's tiny. I know, he's a, he's a minuscule person. But anyway, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, um, none of that nonsense went on this time. I think maybe the Marvel fans have stopped being that dumb. Echo's the next show, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's I mean, I think Marvel have allowed stuff to come out already that Kingpin and Daredevil are in it, aren't they? So they can get ahead of the nonsense rumours. Because you know what people are like. They'll start saying, like, oh, Electra's going to come back from the den. She'll be played by fucking, I don't know, who'd be a rubbish shit fan casting? Something on the same level as fucking what's-his-face being Mr. Fantastic. Um, J-Lo. J-Lo is Electra. In the new Marvel Cinematic Universe. But she's Jay Affleck now, isn't she? She got married and she's changed the name legally. I don't know. No, it was... She'd be a good Dazzler. Dazzler. No, Taylor Swift is... Um, is she? Dazzler. No. Isn't she? That's actually canon. Is it? Yeah, because in Guardians of the Galaxy there's a poster. Was it Guardians of the Galaxy? Or might one of the X-Men movies. I think it was X-Men Days of Future Past, wasn't it? They had a poster for a Dazzler concert and, uh... and it was Taylor Swift. They... Yeah. they you know, there was a promo they recorded. Yeah, because Dazzler was in day, in, in the last X Men, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah, she was in the the Dark Phoenix one where was she's she? in the woods doing the lights, and Jean Grey freaks out. Yeah, uh, I think it was Jubilee. No, Jubilee wasn't in that. Jubilee's one. in it. Yeah, little little like Asian lasses in the film. Yeah, but that's not Jubilee that's doing the dance. It's like a blonde haired, long haired uh, lady. But it was, it was Taylor Swift in Days of Future Past. Yeah, Miss Marvel's all right. It's decent. Probably say more, more, more immediately fun than the Winter Soldier thing they did, and you know what was the last one before this? What was the last show before Miss Marvel? Because it's constant now, isn't it? It's just non-stop. We got She-Hulk next month, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. None of these shows have a second series. They're all just. Chucked out one series because the actors are too expensive to keep doing multiple series with. Like, oh nah. Is the Secret Invasion going to be a freaking. That's next year. Yeah. It's a series. Yeah. But it's a series like it's going to be like a big. It's going to be like a proper event, apparently. Like they've got everyone coming back. Like, not um, Robert Downey Jr. Although, to be fair, if like. If next year they're having the same issues they're having now because they've seen like a drop in their park attendance since COVID. 
And also, like, and the, just the trouble of tax as well over in government with the Florida mm. thing, which is, which is part of the reason I brought up at the beginning. Like, people were angry at, at um, Disney because they pulled funding from the GOP because the GOP had that don't say gay bill in schools that everybody said was like an anti groomer bill. And but Disney famously loved to say gay all the time. <laughs> but yeah, like, there was like that big controversy. They were like, we're not going to fund the GOP anymore because this bill affects people that work for us. It affects people that, you know, visit our parks. Like, there's mm. a big part of their, their whole thing. Mm. I mean, their fucking logo is a rainbow. It's not a rainbow, it's a trailer of a shooting star. All right, yeah, but it has like, fucking... a, fucking, like a rainbow style thing. Anyway, so um, so yeah, so they pulled funding and then DeSantis has gone, oh, I'm introducing this grooming bill. It's not an anti-grooming bill. It's They aren't allowed to say gay and it doesn't just... It's not about protecting kids because it goes on all the they way through school. They wouldn't do anything to fight grooming. That would, deal, that would get rid of half the GOP's dating yeah, circles. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Matt, Get- Matt Gates would be on the fucking chopping block. He's still happily wandering around. Who was it that um, her husband was like 21 and she was 15 and he got his dick out in front of her in a bowling alley? Oh, Lauren Bobert. That's how she met her husband. Oh. He was uh, a peacock. Oh, she, well, she was an escort. Yeah, she was an escort after that. She was an escort. She apparently allegedly slept with, um, slept with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Ted Cruz. Gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. Why are you saying that anyway? Don't talk about Miss Marvel. Yeah, I'm just saying that's why people are angry at Disney. That's why they're... Because they're, Disney. But anyway, so if, if their subscription base goes down, which it doesn't seem to be, because it seems to be growing, they seem to be doing really well. So they won't go down. They're just going to keep making shows forever. Yeah, but if they... If they, they get do, Robert Downey Jr. back. They're done with him. He's he's like 50 million in appearance. That's not 75 for the last film. Not worth it. It's insane. Not worth it. I freaking... What are you going on about now? Uh, no, I was just talking about that. I thought it was interesting. It was, Secret Invasion. It was, it was very uninteresting. It was boring, in fact. In fact, I can't believe you brought it up. I asked what was the show before Miss Marvel. That's all I asked. You can't remember. No, I did. I, I said. What was it? Last show before Miss Marvel was... Um... Exactly, you didn't say. Oh, shit. What was it? It was the Hawkeye one. Wasn't yes, it? it? Was Christmas. Christmas, yeah. yeah. And Crimbus. Crimbo. Yeah. It was Hawkeye, I told you. Whatever. The only one that's getting second series is What If, isn't it? And Loki. Which doesn't really count because it's an animated thing. Is Loki getting a second series? Yeah. Uh, hmm. But, um, yeah, Miss Marvel's going on cosmic, though, isn't there? There was, like, a post-credits thing. I feel like they could have squeezed another series of Miss Marvel out before, you know, taking her to space and tying into that Marvel's film. Yeah. It seems a bit early. Yeah, it seems a bit early, but I think that it'd be... It'd be good if they had a reason to do it, like if the other bands out there. Well, the reason to do it is because um, the Marvels. They want to make the Marvels movie. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm just glad that they actually did this. It's fucking, you know, like it's always it's always really um, really. Where's my season three of Luke Cage? That's what I want to know. Yeah, Luke Cage would be nice because um, that left on a thing where I was like, I want to see what happens next. Yeah, because he became the Iron yeah. Fist can get fucked, and I never watched the third series of Jessica Jones, but. There was a third series of Jessica Jones? Yeah, there was a third series of Jessica Jones. It was the last series they did for Netflix. Where her friend got uh, mutated. What's her face? Yeah, what's her face got superpowers? Her from, yeah. her from that other show. The Boys. Was it? Well, she's in it, isn't she? Yeah. Briefly. She's only in a couple of episodes. But her sister. Who was her sister in? Patsy. Patsy, what's her face? I can't find Australian. Drag Me to yeah. Hell? Maybe Drag Me to Hell. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, it's on there. Six episodes. I mean, can they make a show where the episodes are half hour long for me, please? Everything's too long nowadays. 
fucking Stranger Things. <coughs> I'm loving the Orville. Every episode's an hour and 15 minutes, though. Like, make, make movies. Make movies if you want to make stuff that long. Fucking just, whatever. Hey, what's your first review, you piece My of My first review is going to be The Boys, Series 3. Um, since you stole... Since you stole... Oh, was my... I going to review The Boys series? Did we not do that last time? No. Oh, okay. You can review The Boys then. You're right, The Boys Season 3. So, uh, The you don't Boys... Want to wait the... until the end? Nah, because i got a thing at the end to review. Uh... Um, the Boys Season 3 finished, um, <laughs> and and this series is just getting better and better. Yes, it's getting good and good. Sure. Considering the comic is mostly like Mark Miller going, it wouldn't it be edgy if we did this? The comic's got no point. <laughs> well, the comic has a point initially. It has the same starting point as this series. Barely. Like, it is the exact same starting point now. It's not. The only difference is that Huey is in England and goes to America after joining the boys. And it's a lot darker. And there's a lot of that weird, like, early 2000s edgy humour. But all in all, like, you know... They've moved away from that, and they've they've done it in a very smart way. So they've they've got hints, and they they've shown appreciation to the comic, but for the most part, they've like moved on, moved on to um, moved on to a completely different story. So Homelander is um, Homelander is the Superman of the boys universe, and last series he found out he had a kid. Butcher did everything he could to hide that kid kid from him. Season two, was it season two, he found out he had a kid. Season one. No, no, season two. At the end of season one, we find out that the kid exists. And then yeah. season two, he's he's like fully like, I've got a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, so season three, he's he's found out about Ryan, but Ryan's been moved away from him. Butcher has hidden him away to avoid um, avoid Homelander getting his mitts on him because Homelander's a fucking cunt. Uh, but Butcher is also a cunt, so it's a cunt off, isn't it? Um, and so in the, in the, fo- like following the Stormfront revelation that she was literally a Nazi in World War Two, and, and her fate at the end of the series, she's still alive. I mean, she wasn't briefly. just a Nazi in World War Two. She was, yeah, no, she wasn't just a Nazi in World War Two. She was a Nazi for almost a hundred years. Um, so yeah, so after that, after that relationship, sort of, uh, Homeland is falling apart. Like he's searching for anything of meaning, um, one of the really nice scenes in this is there's an episode where Homelander just turns up at Butcher's apartment and uh, and he's just standing outside the window, looming outside the window, and Butcher just not phased by Homelander whatsoever, no. just does not care. And I think that that's why Homelander is, like, keeping him around. There's, like, a scene where he he's, like, sort of like, okay, I've had enough playing with you now, and he shoots him with lasers. Uh, but but uh, before that, every time he sees Butcher, it's like Butcher is just like, what? Even Huey at one point is just like, what? What we? I mean, Huey. Huey afterwards immediately goes <sighs> like that. But even yeah. Huey's standing up to Homelander at this point. Like Superman is losing some of his sheen, but he's not just losing some of his sheen. He is by the end of the series indulging some of those darker ideas that we've seen in previous episodes. Like you remember season one? There's that scene where he lasers through the entire crowd that are like yeah. against him. Uh, at the end of this season, spoilers, he, he does shoot someone in front of a crowd of people. It's a protester, a counter-protester to, like, the people that are there to support him. Uh, but he just shoots him in the head and we see the Matt Walsh character go, Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fascism! We want to be ruled by this super powerful weirdo! Um, but yeah, the, the, Americans are weak and pathetic. Yeah, they are. They're always fucking scared of everything. They're constantly living in fear, and that's the problem with them. They're fucking scared of everything. They're scared of their own fucking neighbours because they fucked their whole country. Mm. Anyway, but um, but no, that's besides the point. 
this series, we've got a new a new thing. So Butcher and Huey start taking temporary V. They've got a, a V sample that they could take, and for 24 hours they get powers. Um, we see some really good fights. It's smarter than the comics because they just get superpowers in the so comics, in, don't in they? So in the comics, no, it's slightly different. So in the comics, they get compound V, but they get it in a way that means they just get slightly more durable, slightly stronger, slightly faster. They don't really... It's almost like uh, halfway to the Captain America point. Yeah, but it takes away the whole... You no, know, they still normal get, people. They still get beaten. They still get beaten the shot. And if they go toe to toe with a superhero, they'll still die. They There's spend like, the whole comic killing random no, they, superheroes. They, but they don't do it just by going toe to toe. There is all the subterfuge and spy shit and stuff like that in the comics. In fact, there's a lot more of that. Like in the comics, a lot of their moves against superheroes, they're literally just like sowing seeds of doubt in everyone's mind and causing them to kill each other rather than anything else. Mm. So with this, with them being able to go toe to toe, it's a completely different different thing um kimiko loses her powers when they find an old world war ii hero that turns out to still be alive called soldier boy he's been hinted at in other seasons and again in a completely different um he's a completely different character from the comics because in the comics he is he's struggling with ptsd he barely functions as a human being and at one point homeland has sex with his bum He's a different person. There's three. There's three soldier boys in the comic. In the comic, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, this but is the latest this one. one. Yeah, the latest one. Has he just PTSD wants to be in a mess. Yeah, just wants to be in the seven. No, he doesn't want to be in the seven. He just wants to. He just wants to not do anything. Yeah, he he wants to be in the seven. He's trying to. That's why he bangs Homelander every year. A hero gasm because he wants to be in the seven. And he wets himself when any danger kicks off. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a coward. He's a little wuss. Uh, but yeah, like the series, as I said, goes strength to strength. Everything's really good here. Like people make like believable moves. They have actual uh, reasons and and goals in the series. One of the probably one of the standout characters, and a lot of people aren't talking about him, is Mother's Milk and his storyline in this. He is literally the best character in this series. Mm, like Mummy's <laughs> Milk. I love the comic version of Mother's Milk and the way that he got Yummers. his superpowers. Hmm? I love the, the comic version of Mother's Milk, the way he got his superpowers. Like, he, when he was a kid... Sucked on a radioactive cow tip. No, his mum. Oh, his mum's radioactive. <laughs> his mum his mom was, like, a prostitute. She was taking oh. V. Oh. And because they take V in the in the comics, they can take V, like, they can snore it and, and not get superpowers. They just get more durable. And so prostitutes, when they go and sleep with superheroes, they take V, they snore it, so that when they're getting banged by superheroes, they're not completely eviscerated by the, by the superheroes. Mm. It has the side effect of filtering down into the milk, so mother's milk is super strong. He's also addicted to milk, much like Homelander is in this series. Mm. But anyway, mother's milk in the series, he sort of, um, he puts aside some of his hatred for superheroes, he puts aside some of his own personal conflicts with what they do, and he really becomes like a, a, a centre point in terms of morality. Um, especially things like him and Starlight, when all the superheroes get lasered by Soldier Boy, him and Starlight are essentially just first responders. They're out there helping everyone, mm. making sure everybody who can be saved is saved and checking on people and shit like that which is really fucking cool and it's and it's interesting to see because um, and also Frenchie Frenchie has like a massive storyline in this series where he's being pulled between being part of the boys and then also there's this Russian gangster that is essentially trying to trying to um, get him back on on board on her organisation because he was an assassin for her yeah and uh, and he's sort of drugging himself up to deal with the trauma of everything that's happening to deal with the emotions he's feeling he's in love with Kamiko they've got a really nice little sweet romance um, but she has to sort of give that up and decides to take V again after losing her powers so that she can get back in the fight so she can help again 
um, and protect Frenchie, essentially. She says it's, it's so she can protect him because she doesn't want to feel mutants. Because he's a soft little flower. He is, he is. Normal, normal lad. Um, but yeah, all in all, fucking incredible series. Um, episode six, Herogasm, is the sex stuff isn't as, as crazy as they made it out to be. It's fine. You know. There's just stuff going on in the background all the yeah, time. There's just stuff it? going on in the background all the time. Oh, and uh, Thingy, the deep fucks another fish. Yeah. I keep forgetting that the first series has the deep driving that van with the dolphin in the, in the seat next to him. He's like, yeah, no, I like you too. Yeah, I like you in that way. Look, it's not the time to talk about this. Well, no, he was <laughs> planning to, they were planning to go find a hotel. Was that? No, he was going to yeah. go set free to the ocean. Because at one point, what happens is he breaks because the police get in the way of him. So he breaks and the, the dolphin goes flying out and just skids across the ground and then mm. a truck runs over it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he eats his friend, who's an octopus. Yeah. That's my friend Timothy. He's screaming for help. He's praying. <laughs> and he's just fucking guzzling him now. It's just really funny. Like, the Deep is like the biggest joke in this whole series, and he's just getting fucking ripped to shreds. Like, I thought that they would overplay the Aquaman joke about Aquaman sleeps with fish, but like, when you introduce that into someone who has a functioning relationship and seems to think they have any sort of prowess at like public speaking, and they're just. He doesn't have a functioning shit. relationship. He has a somewhat functioning relationship to a point. No, he's just... Uh, his wife exists to show how weak-willed he is <laughs> and how he can just be manipulated by anyone. Uh, like, it's not... He doesn't... Because if, if she wasn't around, then it'd be like, oh, he's scared of Homelander. But no, he gets manipulated by literally anyone. Everyone, yeah. Because he's a pathetic human being. I still remember, I still love... Um, what is it? Stan Edgar in the second series goes to see the cult leader. And the cult leader's like, Fresca? He's like... Fresca sucks. <laughs> like <Yeah. that. laughs> I like how um, they removed him from the series so he could concentrate on being in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, in um, Thingy, yeah. It's um, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he just, like, vanishes from the series after, like, yeah, well, he, two episodes. He does a voiceover in the animated section. Yeah. Which is really cool. I liked the animated section because that was really interesting to see what was actually happening because Black Noir... Such a weird figure in this, and it's so little is known because you can't really, you can't really get a gauge of what he's thinking at any one time because he's silent and he doesn't really. Well, he's thinking. He's. You can tell. You can always read his face. Just the emotions. <laughs> on. He's still one of my favorite characters to just introduce in a scene. I still love that piano scene in like mm. the first series where the, the guy's playing piano. He goes and sits next to him, and the guy playing the piano is getting like more and more nervous, and he edges off the seat and he just goes, "Oh, okay," and he just walks off. And then Black Noir like clicks his fingers and then just starts playing some really cool smooth jazz. Hmm. <laughs> it's just like, but yeah, we find out that he was he was on track to be a movie star. He had roles in mind. He was going to be Beverly Hills Cop hmm. and uh, and Home uh, Soldier. He auditioned for Rush Hour, but his part went to Jackie Chan. Oh no! <laughs> he was like, I can play Chinese. <laughs> um, but yeah, he um, he was a really interesting character as well. Like they actually gave him some 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 interesting bits to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all in all, really fucking good series. And that fight, Butcher, Soldier Boy, and Homelander, and then Huey as well jumps in. Um, that fight's fucking incredible. The way that, that he just lasers Butcher and then starts fighting Soldier Boy, pushes Soldier Boy against the wall, and just say, Oi! <laughs> like mm. He just comes in the frame with laser vision. And, and Homelander's response is, What the fuck? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, that's interesting. Queen Maeve as well, her little taunt. Um, ah, her little you knocked my keyboard over. Her little taunt at um, Homelander when he uh, when he turns up to see her and she goes, are you wearing concealer? And he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? 
It's just really, really interesting. And just overall, such a strong Unless they've like, bumped up how much fake tan Homelander has going yeah. on in this series. We had a fully nude scene, didn't we, this it's not. It's not subtle what they're doing with no. it. I felt, I, I felt fucking sorry for... Um, I, I was fully expecting him to betray her, but you know um, Starlight's old boyfriend? Yeah. And like she's like, he's like, let's fly. Let's just go for a fly. She's like, okay, let's go for a fly. Like when they put on the fake relationship. Mm. And you just see his body... His face completely caved in, his arms and legs chopped off, and he's just like, I did this. Yeah. Yeah, I just killed him. Yeah. And also, why didn't anything come from the... She had her video recording him on Facebook Live, where he's like, I killed him. I killed all these people. He did, it was on the news the next... What was it? Oh, but then the Fox News campaign, where it's like, Starlight's a fucking terrorist and all this shit. Well, when she's sneaking in the building, Mm. she caps him, yeah. It says it was on the news, but it's um, had the effect of making him more popular with his base. Which is just like nuts. Yeah, but it's like a small, small base. It's just that he, you know, he, they're just loud he's got his stupid. audience. Yeah, but anyway, really liked it. Thought it was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Jason, it's uh, it's gonna be a Tom Atkins. Is I was it? gonna give it to Jason Statham then. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong with Jason Statham? Nothing. Just he's not as good as Tom Atkins. Well, that's a really mean thing to say. He could be listening. What if Jason Statham was listening to this, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" God, yeah, I'm probably not as good. Not as good as Tom Atkins, the classic horror movie actor, genre actor. If he fucking is he getting hotter in this room? What? It feels warmer. Well, you're frigging warming yourself up. Get all worked up. Keep playing with your phone. Get all worked up thinking about the heat that comes off of it. I mean, I did have the door open so that air could circulate, but still open. Barely, barely. It's a focused stream, like a laser. You're a focused stream, like piss. You can fuck a stream. Mm. Is that the best you got? That's the best I'm going to do. My brain's melting. Mm, good. I'm on fire. You How about it. you? Right. Yeah! Uh, it's time to fill some time. What are you talking about? <coughs> Mate, what was the other thing I was going to review? Your Transformer toy? No. Power Rangers? No. Anyway. Deep Space Nine? No, I haven't finished season five yet. Oh, I've been fuck. busy. I have been... Strange New Worlds? Busy. I've been busy. Strange New Worlds isn't finished yet. We have uh, to wait until Paramount allow us to watch it. No, I watched um, the special crossover Super Sentai thing. It was Kira Major versus Denkaija versus Senpaija. Senpai, you know, being master. Senpai, you know that word? You've heard it. Senpai. Yeah. So this one, it's just it's just a silly hour-long thing. It basically feels like an episode of the show, very much like an episode of Zenkaija. Yeah. Wacky shenanigans going on. Some people, the Zenkaijas at the end of their series, they go off, they decide they're going to travel around all the Super Sentai worlds and see all these different worlds and all this, because now they've restored them all at the end yeah. of the series. And, you know, they're visiting Kira Major's world and they find out that, you know, the Kira Majors are off on an adventure and stuff. And they're all looking for these gems. There's these four gems that are in Kira Major. And if you collect them together, it's like Dragon Balls, you get a wish. And the film revolves around them trying to get the gems together so they can create a bridge between two worlds, a permanent bridge. Magical stuff. Um, But there's some bad guys after it. (gasps) And the Kira Majors have been told that some pirate Sentai guy has got one of their gems. So they go off looking and they stumble across friggin' uh, Captain Marvelous from Gokaija. Okay. Yay, we got our first because you know, legendary legendary Super Sentai guy. 
He's a fun. He's fun. He's always fun in everything because he's like you know, he will commit crimes, whereas other Super Sentai guys won't. And it's always fun to have heroes that commit crimes because crimes are good. But um, basically, the whole thing is like they're collecting the stones. Some villains have got them. The villains plan to do some evil stuff with them. Um, for most of the thing, the Kira Majors and the Zenkai just get trapped in a room where the monster keeps reversing time with the time stone thing he has. Um, and they're making them eat this whole platter of food. Yeah. And every time they finish eating it, he reverses time. They have to eat it again. He says, I'll let you free if you can eat all the food. They keep reversing time. Um, and it gets really weird. Um, they sort of keep trying to think of ways to sort of, to get out of it. They start getting exercise machines in. They're allowed to ask for certain things and they get exercise machines so they can try and burn off calories so they can eat some more. Oh, right. Doesn't work. Um, they call in help from like past rangers who are famous for eating food <laughs> and stuff. Can you shit whilst you eat? No, you can't keep that can't that's doesn't that's not how it works. You don't piss on hospitality. Yeah. But they call in the things and they're like, How do they eat through their masks? And then it just cuts an empty table. And it's like, Wow. <laughs> okay. Um there's some cameo from some competitive eating pop idol. Apparently she's like an idol in Japan and her whole thing is that she's like you know that is that guy on YouTube who eats stuff all the time? Oh, that that kid. Matt Stoney, is it? Yeah, Matt yeah. Stoney, yeah. Yeah, not Nicardo Avocado. He's just he's a gonna have a heart attack soon. <laughs> it's a disaster. But um yeah, she's like some tiny little Japanese pop idol and they <laughs> she does a cameo where she just eats all the food. <laughs> like Yeah. Um most of that their most of their stuff's that. Just them <laughs> doing that. And some bullshit going on with uh, one of the Lupin Rangers and Captain Marvelous as they're trying to find God, he really the other has stones. Gotten bad, hasn't he? Nicardo Avocado. Yeah, yeah. Scared, scared of vegetables apparently or something. Aren't He's they? like three hundred fifty pounds now. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what you get when you try to be a competitive eater without exercising a lot, because you have to exercise a lot. He's Otherwise, not a competitive you're just gonna... eater though, is he? Well, he eats massive meals, doesn't he? It's his whole thing, isn't it? You know, he tries to do the challenges like Matt Stoney does, but he's um, he just doesn't do. Matt the... Stoney works out all the fucking time. Yeah, he's, that's got to creep up on him. <laughs> doesn't... Hey, Matt Stoney. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much you work out. If you keep eating stuff like that, you're gonna it's gonna overtake you eventually. But anyway, uh, Kira Major Fate is fun. It was a fun time. It was very much just let's have some fun hanging out with our friends from the previous shows and everything. Just you know, doing wacky shenanigans, and you know. Sometimes it's all you need. Because um, this film was delayed. It was meant to have been out earlier in the year, but COVID stuff and all that getting in the way and delaying things. and Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. So it ended up coming up after the film was released, um, which was, you know, worked out for them, I guess. And it came out after the Gokaija movie that came out, which was the 10th anniversary movie, which was meant to be the finale for Gokaija. But then Captain Marvelous turns up in this, so I guess the schedule's kind of... Mixed up because of that. Yeah. Because that was meant to be his last appearance. Oh, it won't be because that guy just... As far as I can tell, even though he has like a proper career doing other stuff, he just really freaking enjoys being a Super Sentai cap pirate. Oh, yeah, spaceman. If you can, If just, you can do that and get paid for it, why fucking not? He just turns up and he just does his Captain Marvel. He had an eye patch in the previous movie. He doesn't have it now. Yeah. He had, yeah but they kept saying there was some sort of reason he has an eye patch. It turns out it's because he just had a star in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Just said, yeah, yeah, I've got an infection. Uh. <laughs> but um, no, it was, this this movie is fun. The Senpaija was basically all the Red Rangers from the last ten years. Right, that was that was that was just a, they, that was they put that in the title for like the last five minutes of the film. Yeah, where they all turn up. Not not 
you know, all in suits, so it's just stump doubles, but you know, it's fun, it's fun to see, they just swing around and punch stuff, and oh, good. there's a big mecha fight that they just, it's like five seconds long. Yeah. Because um, it's just, you just gotta have one. Of course. Yeah. Does, does, doesn't matter. But, you know. Do I have a mecha fight? I liked it. It carried on, you know, just lots of characters clashing because of different personalities and stuff. A couple of decent gags here and there. You know, I like when they called in a bunch of the Go, the Go Rangers, the original ones. You got the Yellow Ranger there. And then he called in another lot of teams and there was a second Yellow Ranger there and he had like a badge on him that said second, second Yellow in Japanese. <laughs> Because um, there was two Yellow Rangers in Go Ranger, one of them one of them left the show and then he died, but um, you know they had to replace him. But um, yeah, I thought it was a nice touch that he just had second on him, um, just so you know which one is. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, you know, can't say this shenanigans, isn't it? Just fun, silly, fun times. Yep, fun, silly, catch fun. up, catch up with friends, see what Stacy's up to, how he's ruling. Kikaitopia, the, the machine world, and he's being a nice boy now. He's not evil anymore, oh, and he wants to be a hero. He's being a hero. Oh, good on him! Good good on he him. learned his lesson. Yeah, he's still got an evil-looking suit, but I just realised how much nicer this TV looks. Yeah, well, you can stick it up your bum. You fuck. You can actually see the screen. It's not all blue and weird. Yeah, it's nice. The old screen wasn't blue and weird. Your eyes are weird. I mean, they might be. Yeah. I don't think they're going to explode in this heat. You get an infection in there. I'll get sty! Kyo Major vs. Zenkaija vs. Senpaija. It's a load of nonsense, isn't it? Just, yeah. uh, you know. You just said a bunch of words. If you've watched Kira Major and Zenkaija, um, I guess this is the next thing you watch because you're already in that deep. You might as well watch it anyway. Yeah. What's an hour? You know? What is an hour indeed? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the. Um, there was another movie tying. There was a Carmen Rider movie. And I watched that. That was the one they showed in the cinema at the same time because they always put two films together. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched that Carmen Rider show. I just watched that movie for some reason. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, they got another one out soon. Have they? Yeah, Carmen Rider movie's coming out next week. Um, What's which, it called? I don't fucking know, but it's going to show the new Carmen Rider in it. It's called Carmen Rider Gates. <laughs> and apparently he's going to be fox-themed. Lock them gates. I haven't watched Carmen Rider for a while. Not a new series, anyway. I kind of, I've watched Zero One, and I haven't bothered catching up with the other ones. Can't be asked. I'll stick with my Super Sentai because Don Brothers is amazing. Don Brothers, the new series, might be one of the best shows on TV right now. It's fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely not interested in being a kids show at all. It's supposed to be a kids show. It doesn't care about the Super Sentai stuff. Just that stuff just happens. Like the monster of the week in this episode didn't turn up till like like seventeen minutes into the episode. The episodes are twenty five minutes long. Just uninterested in it. They've just got their own story that they're going to get involved in. It's good fun times. Let that happen. Anyway, your review. You um. All right, I've been donkey playing. Raping I've been playing a game. Have you? You played a game? Yeah, I played a game. Yeah. Uh, I played a game called Dying Light Two. Didn't you review this already? No. When did I do, when did I review this? Ages ago. No, I didn't. Yeah. All right, one sec. I'll quickly share. I don't know. I'm sure you reviewed Dying Light 2. I mean, I didn't. Friggin' I ain't reviewing it. What are you doing now? I'm just going to quickly check to see if I reviewed it. Oh, because you don't know? Well, you said I have, and I don't think Well, surely you have. It's been out for, like, what, three months? Yeah, I know, but I play it. You play it all the time. I only recently played it. I'm so fucking hot. Fuck, I'm so gross. 
It's no, I haven't played it. All right, Dying Light 2. So where Dying Light 2 is a sequel to Dying Light 1. What? Which was like an open world zombie Dude, parkour. Spoilers. Parkour first person game. Uh, in which you were uh, you played a dude that was dropped into a zone where there was an infection running running crazy running rampant and you had to essentially help survivors um, in this one you are you are a wanderer you are a person who goes from settlement to settlement and does odd jobs for people and then sort of goes on their merry way yeah um and uh, and you go to this this town you you happen upon a person who gives you a mission um who who has information about your whereabouts of, whereabouts of your sister? They're like, oh, your sister, they know where she is, monkey. And you're like, okay, cool, I'll do this little mission for you. But you get infected, and the virus is different this time. Uh, whereas before, the virus would slowly infect you, and then you become a a monstery, monstery man. And then you go and bite other people and eat people and infect other people. In this one, you uh, you have a certain amount of time before the virus fully takes you over um, when you're outside of UV light. So at night, you get like five minutes to run around. You have to get to your next UV light to... to or you can eat these UV mushrooms that have started growing, these mutated mushrooms that have started growing. You get like a certain amount of time before you need to get back into the light. And, uh, and and that's your story. You have to find your sister. You have to find the right people. And a bunch of zombies are there. You get boosters. There's a skill tree. There's always a skill tree. There's always a skill tree. Um, Is there a map? There's a map. It helps to have a map. There's less projectiles in this one. Oh. So far. I'm only like 10 hours in. Uh, there's less projectiles in this one. The old one, you could get guns and stuff. Yeah. In this one, there's less guns. Gun, got, guns are go bad after got, a while. Haven't got a bow and arrow. Bullets. Haven't got a bow and arrow yet. Oh. I used to love my bow and arrow dying like one. Can you projectile vomit? Not yet. Oh. This isn't this isn't Dead Rising 4, the no. DLC. Oh. Um, but yeah, all in all, really nice experience. I'm playing on the PS5, and it's in 1080p. You think? You're not sure? 1080p, 63%. You're not sure what console you're playing it on? It's one of them. I've got all the next-gen consoles. Oh, wow. So I, uh, I, I get a bit mixed up. What, I pre-ordered what a Steam a Deck. What a cool dude. pre-ordered Steam Deck. Because uh, my time is not precious. It's infinite. Mm. And if I keep acting that way, I'll never have to grow up. Just like Peter Pan. Yeah. So warm. Well, that's your fault. You've got bad circulation. I've got bad everything right now because yeah. I'm so fucking hot. My blood is boiling in my veins. Um, yeah, don't like though. Really fun game. If anyone's looking for like a little zombie up on the next gen console, fun little game. Fun little dying, game. dying Light's a little game. Dying Light it? too. Fun little game. Yeah, yeah. It's a small little indie game. I is still it? think I prefer Dying Light One. I, don't, I didn't play it. I didn't play even either. No, it's because you're not cool. No, it's because um because they don't have Star Trek in them. Zombies are so passe. They don't have, they don't have uh, Star Trek in them, so you can't get a Star lightsaber. Trek in, yeah, I don't know. you don't have a lightsaber, so you don't yeah. like them. Yeah. They're not Borgs. Not Borgs. They're not Borgs or uh, R2-D2s or whatever the fuck you like. Dying Light's good, though. It's pretty good. But it's like, it is just a zombie game. They are a bit passe. So, uh, yeah, there is that. Also, uh, it's really easy to... uh, It's really easy to fuck the game up a little bit. (laughs) There's There's a starting mission where, like, you have to fight... So one of the first missions you get, you have to like go to this little shed. You have to lift the grate up so you mash the button. And you have to pull the string to start the generator. And then you can go in, you can sleep because the UV lights come on. 
and that scares away. Oh, the is effect. it one of those games that makes opening doors into a mini game? Sometimes. Yeah. It's only when you have to force them open. If they're already open, you just sort of barge through them. Uh, but basically, I I did that, and instead of going out the window like it tells you to do, I just ran downstairs and then closed the front door because I sort of struggled to get indoors. Shut the front door. So I shut the front door. I killed the only one that got in the front door, so right. I killed him on his own. And I just ran back up, and by that point, they were all gathering around the front door because I had to shut it. So I just jumped down, went and turned the generator on, and then just walked back around <laughs> and climbed up. And you know, I got to the safe room and the lights were on and everything like that. Like, Clear out all the infected before you can go in here. And I was like, oh, I have to go kill the ones in the other door. So I just went down to the bottom. And because I'd opened the door to the safe room, I could just ping, pick up one of the big gas tanks they've got in there. And I just lit it and then put it near the front door, opened the front door, just ran upstairs and, <laughs> and then the safe room opened up and it was like, you've done it. Yeah. I was like, this is easy to cheese. You gotta kill the zombies. And zombos. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is fun though. It's just yeah, like I said, I think I prefer the first one. Um, which is odd because I heard a lot of people say this one was better, but I think that the problem is that uh, yeah, I thought this one came out and everyone stopped talking about it five minutes later. Yeah, it was very janky when it came out initially. Mm, um, I think that was light for you. Yeah, the first well. one was janky when it came out. Yeah. And this one was like, how long ago did they announce Dying Light 2? Friggin' You're thinking of Dead Island 2. No, Dying Light 2. It was announced ages ago, not long no. after the first game came out. Dying they, Light, Dying they Light. had PewDiePie announce it. Whatever happened to that guy? Um, He's a millionaire, and he would never, ever think about you. Yeah, but what is he doing now? Being a millionaire. Okay. And he's um, he plays video games, and probably doing a Nazi salute right now. By accident, obviously. It's a yeah, he, obviously heated accident. gamer moment. Having a gamer moment. That's what he does. Yeah. All right. Anyway, your review, Ant. What? My review? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Disguise 6. How's that going? Which has a subtitle. I don't know what it is. Disguise 6 Complete. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, pretty good Disguise. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty good Disguise. You put it on the Switch, yeah? No. Got it on the on the PS4. Oh, okay. Because the Switch version came out months ago and it's um, got really bad performance and I was like, I can't play this. I played the demo and I was like, nah, nah, can't do this. I'm going to get the PS4 version if they ever release it. And they did! With all the DLC. Yeah. Um, so Disguise 6, the storyline, you're a zombie called Zed, or he's your leader of your party. You get a party, obviously. Yeah. Eventually. Um, <laughs> and he's cast a spell on himself called Super Reincarnation, because in the Disguise games you can reincarnate characters and you sort of gain a certain amount of whatever stats they had. So say like they were level 1,000, you reincarnate them and they have a percentage of whatever stats they had before to make them more powerful when you get back up to level 1,000. Yeah. There's a levelling thing that loads of games have ripped off since. Um but in this one, he's cast a spell on himself that does that because he's determined to beat this giant monster who's called the God of Destruction, who's going around destroying all these different overworlds. Um, okay. He's like he's just appearing in different dimensions, destroying them, and then fucking off. Um, so every time Zed fights him, he gets killed. And he has been doing this for thousands of times. You don't know exactly how many, but you know there's been been many, many times that he's done this. Yeah. Um, and he's died every time, but he comes back a little bit stronger each time. It's a story thing. Um, the game's like, you know, he's you know he's determined to be in mix. He gets a, gets a team of buddies, goes to a different world. Super reincarnation always takes him to a world that apparently will help him the most on his next fight with the Overlord, the God of Destruction. Um, works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And he's going to pick up buddies along the way. There's a guy called Miserdor. He's a king. His power is money. 
um, the theme with all the buddies, they all have a different idea of what power is. Like one of them is all about the power of love. She comes from a musical world where she sings things all the time. Um, another one's like a Super Sentai style world. That's a TV show. Yeah. And her power is in justice and getting good ratings. She cares about getting good ratings. And all her team left her at some point and she's on her own. And now you form a new team with her. Because um, the Prism Rangers that come up in the Disgaea games all the time. But she's a different one. Oh, okay. Magical girl. Um, and you also get a magical girl joining the team. She's an old lady. She has a wand that's supposed to have the power to defeat the Overlord. And when she uses it, it turns her into like a magical suit, um, sort of, not necessarily Sailor Moon type magician, more pretty cure. Do you remember Glim- Glitter Force on Netflix? You've probably seen that come up on the suggestions every now and again. What? Glitter Force? Years ago. Animated show called Glitter Force. No idea, mate. It's like modern Sailor Moon. It's a kid's okay. thing in Japan. They, yeah. they translated a few series and then gave up. Still going in Japan. It's called Pretty Cure or Pre-Cure. Um, but no, there's this there's team. And you got a little dog called Cerberus, who's a zombie dog. Oh, okay. Um, he used to be a sage, apparently. But um, yeah, like you're traveling herb. around. No, yeah, yeah. Like the herbs, yeah. Um, but yeah, you just keep trying to fight the god. Every level, every every world ends with you fighting the god of destruction. You'll beat him in the battle, but then the cutscene will have him kill you and then it reincarnates you into the next world. Because this is what's going on. He's telling the story because he claims he's already beaten him. The whole game's told in past tense so far. Anyway, I'm like halfway through. Um, but yeah, they've, they've changed a few things from the other disguise. It's like the levelling is much more insane in this one. Like you finish, like when you do the first few stages, you're gaining like 60, 70 levels per stage. Um, you don't level up in the battle like you do in the previous ones. Like in the previous games, you'd punch an enemy and kill them and you could level up right there and then. But in this one, you level up at the end of the stage when, you know, it's all tallied up and there's bonuses that are given out and stuff like that. Um, but, like, I'm on chapter six and one of my characters is, like, level 600 and something. Like, it's definitely pushing the levelling limit a lot higher. There's an achievement for doing for getting to the maximum level, which is, I think, something like 999,000 or something like that. Um, and then you can reincarnate and start from level one again. Which is, you know, and have Pretty even more cool. powerful when you get back up there. So, but yeah. it is, it is very silly. Like you finish a level, get tons of levels, your team will be ridiculously highly leveled. I mean, the numbers are really, all it really is is the numbers are higher than normal. It just means that when you start the game, instead of doing 20 damage at the start of the game, you're doing 3000 damage. Like it doesn't really make a difference. Like if, uh, the numbers are different, does it? No. <laughs> no, just the numbers are higher. That's all it really is. That's kind of like, that's always been the joke of, Discard yeah. though, isn't it? It's like always just it goes up. But up. when you when you get when you do a discard game, once you've done the first playthrough, normally the second playthrough is where you start power leveling and start doing all the silly stuff and manipulating the game because the game lets you manipulate it no end. There's like a cheat menu you can go to and you can change it so you get like shit tons of extra XP and stuff like that if you want. You know all sorts of stuff. Um, they've changed the, the major change to it is the graphics are fully 3D now for the first time. Yeah, not hand drawn sprites. They've got three D models, which look the part. There's loads of people who keep who complain that they've done the three D anime look, but it's fine. It's it looks the part. It you know allows more dynamic camera angles and stuff because like like if you swept the camera around when you got two D hand drawn stuff, you get that awkward thing where they permanently face the front of the screen until or they do the you know, they do the weird flip. Yeah, it, like, you yeah, have that awkward flip. thing where they their perspective isn't correct yeah. to the things. But this allows them to be a little more dynamic, get the camera up closer, doesn't pixelate and stuff like that. You know, it stays in high res. I wouldn't have minded if they went for the triangle strategy 
a Live Alive remake. God, that's look. too boring looking for them. Live Alive is amazing looking. Yeah, but it's not Disguise style. Disguise bright, colourful, silly, over the top. You know? I just want to play... Disguise was doing that stuff 20, 15 I years ago. I just want to play Stardew Valley. People getting all excited about friggin', friggin', you know, all the games now that are doing that retro thing. And Disguise was doing it 20 years ago. Almost 20 years ago. They look better now. Yeah, for use. That's what your mum says. I've got um, Sky Five. I haven't completed yeah, it yet. Yeah, it's really good. Sky Five is probably the best one. Yeah. I mean, six has been really good, but I think five just like has a really good story. It actually holds your attention a lot. This one's been very sort of because it's telling the story in the past tense. It feels a lot like there's a load of wheel spinning to get to the point. I've got a feeling it's going to pull a persona where like two thirds of the way through the story is going to catch up to you telling the story and there's going to be a plot twist for the last part of the game, which will be carrying on from there. Um, but yeah, there's other changes as well, like the tag team, um, you had tag team attacks in all the previous disguises, where like if you had someone to the left, right or behind you when you do an attack, a regular attack, they'd join in and you'd get like some sort of combo animation and that's gone now, you don't get the animation, but instead if any one of your teammates is in like a radius of like two, three squares around you in any direction, they sort of they sort of help your attack, but you don't see it. They just give a buff to your attack. But it also affects special moves and stuff. So you can use. So when you do special moves, you can have your teammates like buffing your characters. Could have done with something like I don't know, put them in the background cheering you on or something during the animation or something, just to make you know that something's happening. Because um, one thing this game's kind of got a bit bad at, which the previous one wasn't bad at, is the feedback is a bit rubbish. Because, like, if you go up a rank on a skill or, you know, you take a certain amount of damage and stuff like that, it flicks up so fast and other stuff jumps in front of the screen before you get a chance to see what happened. So sometimes you're not really aware of what has happened. Um, but I think that's all part of they're trying to speed up the pace of a strategy game a bit because they're usually pretty slow. Like, triangle strategy is incredibly slow. I'm still, I still need to play so much more of that. I need to... Like, I've only had like three, four fights in that game mm. in six hours. I've had like nine hours of game of battles on Disguise 6. Like, I, I had six fights in the first 20 minutes on Disguise 6. Like, it's definitely a lot faster paced than usual strategy games. Um, and it's still got loads of story going on. It just doesn't have hour long cutscenes that you have to work your way through. Like you can't strategy. skip those cutscenes in Triangle Strategy, though. No, you got to watch them all. No, you fucking don't. Well, the thing is, they're all split up. Like, you constantly yeah, select a different will, part of the map, will, the I next part of the map. I skip so many cutscenes when I finally get to start that game. I'm yeah, gonna skip. You'll be lost. I'm gonna sk- I don't give a fuck. Kill enemy. Here's how I'm going to yeah, kill him. There's, there's, there's a story there that I'm sure yeah. you appreciate, but I don't give a shit. You shouldn't play it then. Why not? Because you're a racist. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, uh. playing Live Alive, playing the demo for Live Alive. So I've played, I've played all three sections of that now. And the robot section, as I predicted, is the fucking worst. No, that's great. But the Japanese one, the um, Edo, Edo Japanese one, where you're like a you're like a Ronin. That's like, You've only played a little part of it, though. I know I've only played a little part of it, but that's fucking that that tactical, that tactical combat and that fucking great. But the robot, you're just going around talking to people, and they're like, and you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. You'll see, you'll see how it goes. Yeah. Full game comes out because the robot's important. Very important. If he's not fighting aliens, I give no shits. Yeah, you'll find out. 
you'll find out. But no, this class it's just good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Having a good time. Like the item world, it's been fun. That's back. There's a lot of um Well it's this is just more stuff. There's a juice bar. You go to the juice bar and you get juices. You, yeah. When you finish a stage you get like mana and XP that gets banked. And you can go to the juice bar and pay to distribute that to whoever you want. Um, your characters have like an achievement thing going on. So like when they hit level 1000 or something, they'll get a certain buff. Um, or if they master weapons to a certain percentage, then they'll gain extra XP in each fight. Stuff like that going on. All sorts of stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good sign. I haven't unlocked the DLC on it. There is like a bunch of boosters on the DLC. And Paul started a game and he used the boosters, but by the end of the first level he was like level 400 and something. And he was kind of like, I feel like I'm just over-leveling everything and it's not really fun now. So he's going to save, he's, so he restarted so he could use the boosters like at the end of the game. They're selling those boosters, microtransactions. The game doesn't tell you they do though, to be fair. It's like fully out of the game's menus. There's no mention of it at all, considering how often the game tells you to cheat. It's kind of surprising it doesn't tell you that you can cheat by buying boosters for your XP. Um, completely hidden away. Probably just some publisher mandate that they have to have some form of paid DLC on it. But um, the only DLC I did was I unlocked Usalia from King from Disguise oh, Six, from Disguise Five. The little girl, the girl who's got the yellow printy. She has a bunny ears. No idea. And she makes curries. You played Disguise Five? Did you not get very far into it? I completed most of it. Well, you should know who Usalia is. I don't remember names. She's one of the main characters. Her face blinders. Jesus Christ. I play a lot of games, Aaron. Come on. Yeah, you don't take any of them in. I take in enough. Yeah, you just said Di- Di- Dying Light 2 was great, and that, that game has been rated as the worst game ever made. I didn't say it was great. I said it was good. That's the worst. You're, stop putting words in my worst mouth. Worst game ever made. Get that cock away from my face. No. <laughs> Scar 6. It's good on PS5, PS4. It's got a free PS5 version on it. Has it? Yeah, but you have to start over from scratch. It doesn't transfer the save. Oh. But um, but there's no no difference. Um, oh, is there no difference between? The not two? really. I Does mean, it do the? It might do the four K. It has a graphics and performance settings on the PS4, and performance mode runs fine. A little bit of screen tearing sometimes during the big attacks, yeah. um, but literally like one frame of screen tearing. Um, if you put the graphics mode on, the frame rate stutters every now and again, but nowhere near what it does on the Switch. I'm really interested to see if they patch the Switch one. They haven't. They haven't. No, still people were complaining. Because um, they were saying you released the Switch version. Switch version's been out in Japan for a year. Yeah. Like, they never patched it. The PS4 That's version came out in Japan at the same time. We just so had to wait. Fucking, so fucking irritating. Because I'd, I'd love this on Switch. Yeah, you can like, play it on Switch. No, but it just won't work. Play the demo. Just try yeah, the demo. Yeah, the demo Because the performance mode, like, the frame rate's fine during the action on the Switch version. When it's, it's when doing you're moving the, around. Yeah, when you're just wandering around. Hmm. It just, the frame rate stutters all over the place. But this one, you can put it in performance mode and you get a solid, like... Near 60. It just dips every now and again. I've got this really bad habit right now where every well, so often... PS5 is rock solid, apparently. Yeah. Paul says anyway. Um, but I don't know if he's the best judge of it. No. He's drunk. Every so Paul often... Paul drinks and he hits me. Every so... <laughs> At least that's what we tell him. Yeah. He's blindfolded when it happens. Um, I can't believe Paul came all the way here just to beat you in your sleep, man. And he was drunk, so he doesn't remember it, so don't bring he it He loves giving out a beating. He does. It's a parasite, puts it in a sock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what was it I was playing? 
What's your oh, view? Stardew Valley. I keep going. Oh, back. you're viewing Stardew no, Valley. No, no, no. I keep okay. going back to Stardew Valley because um, you know, like you get like a you get an urge to play a game. Yeah. Keep getting the urge to go back to Stardew Valley, and I just every time I go back to, it, I like fall into the habit of playing it like a two week cycle of the game. So I'm just spending like an hour like getting all my crops, planting some more. Because it's a game for people who are boring. It's really good. It's not boring. Harvest Moon's better. No, Harvest Moon is not better. Yeah, Wait, yeah. which one? Game Boy Color. Uh, let's see, the SNES one, GameCube, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, the Game Boy Color one, pretty great. Look, right. right. You said you said anything other than Game Boy Color. And, and then if you go to Story of Seasons afterwards, though, because um, the whole Harvest Moon thing where... Yeah, it goes a bit mad. Where um, the, the people who own the name... Well, no, the the developers, when they signed the deal to publish it in the West, the name Harvest Moon got decided upon by the publishers, mm-hmm. so they own the name Harvest Moon. Yeah. But the developers own the rights to the game code and everything. So they can remake the original games. They can't re-release them because the publishers still own them or whatever they call I think it's Jalico. It might be mm. someone else. But um, they've gone back to just self-publishing the games themselves now under the original title, which is Story of Seasons, which is why there's that remake of Harvest Moon. Um, is it It's a Wonderful Life? Friends of Mineral Town. Friends of Mineral Town, yeah. Which is yeah, a remake of the old Game Boy yeah. one. Yeah, um, a DS one, isn't it? I think it's the Game Boy Advance one, isn't it? No, a DS or Game Boy Colour. I don't I mean, know. But, um, yeah, so they own, they can't call it Harvest Moon, but the real Harvest Moon games are stories, story of seasons. With the first one of which in the new systems was Doraemon. Story of seasons. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think and they there's did the a sequel sh- coming out to that. I think they did the Shin-chan game as well. Did they? Yeah. There's a sequel coming out to the Doraemon Story of Seasons game because there's one where you go into space or they go into space. Yeah. Um, and you sort of, you have a whole planet that you've got to mine and it's like missions again and stuff like that. I didn't play um, any of the Doramon games. I only played Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, and um, and then I I recommend watching the Doramon cartoon. It's a good fun time for to. kids. I don't want to. It's do you and, remember Dennis the Menace? And, and imagine and. if Dennis the Menace was wholesome. You're pitching to someone who watched 51 episodes of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the last. That's month. good, and it was fucking great. Yeah, is that, that an extra review? Shall I review that? Fuck review it, let's Rise review. I'll, I'll talk about Rise of the Teenage Mutant. your last review? Teenage Mutant. No, you're... Re- one more. Yeah. I've got two more. you got two more? No, one more. you got one more? I've got one what, more. What is your one? Well, one more. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. If you're going to do four... No. You're not going to do no, four? No, because I forgot I watched four. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do Resident Evil, oh. this one, the series. Yeah. And then I'll do four last. Yeah. And then you can do whatever you were going to do. Yeah, my one's more important. All right. I watched Resident Evil, the Netflix series. Oh. It's about the Wesker twins. Do you oh. remember them from the games? Oh. No, because they weren't in the games. No. Um, all right. So he had a son. Is, he had a son, yeah. Uh, who hung out with, um, not Rebecca Chambers, with, not Claire Redfield. Uh, oh, God. Sherry Birkin. Oh. So, if you can't tell from that briefly frustrated uh, little, little gasp into my knowledge of Resident Evil, I've played all the games. I've played all the games, I've watched all the movies, I know the lore and all the other shit, like, I get it, right? You want to make something where you go into it, and look, I'm going to say this straight away, series, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's honestly not that bad. It's mid. It's mid, which, you know, take it or leave it, a lot of the films were bad. I saw the trailer and I laughed out loud when they ripped off the shot from 28 Days Later of her walking along the London Bridge oh, yeah, 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 towards yeah, Parliament. I was like, really? Yeah. Is that... 
So it's it is mid. It's totally mid. It's mid, middle of the ground. There is nothing that excels in it. There's nothing that that's completely terrible about it. You know, it's all just Lance straight his faces in there. Lance, Lance, Lance Reddick. Reddick. Yeah, yeah, he excels in everything. So let's just quickly go into this. This series has been pitched as a continuation of the games and the films. Yeah, it is meant to be the linking material between those. It links nothing. No, it's set like. 2039 or something, isn't it? it? Part of it's set in 20, 2025. Part of it's set in 2045. No. And then the the, the 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 connective tissue between those two periods are the two sisters who are the daughters of a clone of Albert Wesker. Oh. All right. Okay. You with me? So, Rack- My eyes glazed, though. I can't. <laughs> So, so in this universe, Raccoon City happened. It got nuked because the T-virus escaped, infected a bunch of people. But following that incident, basically no one is aware that Umbrella Reeve. They've moved most of their, most of their services, most of their production and their, their scientific, um, scientific buildings to South Africa. They're actually not too far from Cape Town. They mentioned it in the thing. And so there is a small village that is just Umbrella employees from America working. There are kids going to school. There are people working in shops. You know, it's just like a functioning city that is all just umbrella employees. Not sinister at all. Um, they're working on a... Oh, drug- like um, one of those Chinese cities or Silicon... What's, what's like Silicon Valley. Like Silicon Valley. Where everyone works for Google yeah, and shit. Yeah. So basically what happens is Lance Reddick is, um, is named Albert. He has a brother called Al and another brother called Bert. All three of them are clones of, of yeah. Albert Wesker. And they're meant to be like the scientific division. So basically, Albert Wesker is still a genius in this world, and he has his clones to work on scientific, you know, developments within Umbrella. Um, whilst he goes and does his like little missions and stuff. Um, and yes, we are talking about the same Wesker. He at one point Lance Reddick comes down in the in the the top the high and tight. I thought he was meant to be like a clone of the original. No, 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 no. No, Lance Reddick comes down with the high and tight, the little glasses, and the full-length leather jacket. Yeah. He comes down full-powered, like 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 Poundland Blade. Pardon? Like Poundland Blade. Like Poundland Blade. Like rock-punching Chris, falls in the lava, covered in Ouroboros. I'm going to get you. Chris Rock? No. No, Will Smith hit Chris Rock. All right. So anyway, so Lance Reddick plays that version of Albert Wesker, and this series. I don't think you're paying attention. This series does not give us any classic Wesker-style lines. He just comes down and he looks cool. He's exactly the Wesker I wanted to see. I don't care what color Wesker is. He can be white or black. I don't give a fuck. But give him the high and tight. That is. <laughs> give him the high and tight. Give him the fucking high and tight. Give him the stupid little Matrix glasses and give him the full length. Can you do the blur thing? Yeah, give him the blur the, thing. Where he dodges the bullets. Go cheesy. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so this series could have been really interesting. There's like loads of different parts where it becomes interesting, but the the whole the whole theme of the story is that family. There's these two girls who are um like very 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 close, but they are opposite in terms of personality. One is shy, one's quite. Outgoing. Are they different, but they're the same? No. Um, oh. And they have both. They're they're both part of another science experiment where the clone of Albert Wesker basically wanted a family. He was the last survivor of an incident that killed his brothers and his and his the originator, the Albert Wesker that was the the provider of their their genes. Um, and uh, and Isn't so Primark, yeah, and uh, and and uh, 
it's really distracting when people just randomly shoot weird quips. Oh, you, is, it? It? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he uh, he his one his one um, request when moving to this village and working with Umbrella full time was that he could have his own family, and so they said yes, we've got a program where we are developing. Um, we are developing embryos. We can we can give you a family. So these two daughters, they're two different eggs, um, but it's his DNA mixed in with those two eggs, and then they've been basically like test tube babied. So he's got these two daughters that he's traveling to this new city with. They're essentially just, um, as I said, they are essentially just reproductions of clones, or at least the genetic material of a clone. So it's introduced the idea that, that clones aren't, it isn't the most successful program. There are issues with the cloning program, so... They sometimes need pills or shots to keep them going. The girls don't need that, um, but you know, um, but they're still like they both have issues, you know, mental and otherwise, right? Um, and uh, and one day the main going, issue would be the zombies. Well, that's that's I was about to get to that. So Umbrella are about to release a new drug that is called Joy, oh, and it is it's it's a drug that uses um, inert cells from the T virus to. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a recipe for success. <laughs> I'm sure nothing can go wrong. Inert here. cells from the T virus to, yeah. to make people happy. Ah. But it also has a side effect that they are highly receptive to patterns and lights, so they can be t- controlled ah. if they're given this drug. Um, anyway, so uh, Wesker develops this drug, uh, sorry, Albert develops this drug, and Raccoon City, uh, sorry, uh, Umbrella are going to like go to market with it. Um, meanwhile, his two daughters discover that maybe there's something up with Umbrella. You know, they are very close to Cape Town, and one of them quite accurately says, we are like an hour away from Cape Town, and there are only like five black people in this whole village. It is super white. And when I say it's super white, the clothes are white, the houses are white, the roads are white, the people are white. It's very strange. So, I'd be fucking creeped out. South Africa, though, I mean... Mm. They got issues. Yeah, they got a lot of issues. Apartheid. Yeah, I know. There's a place in Farnborough. It's called the Apart Hotel. It's a combination of apartment and hotel. It's just staying for a long time if you're on business. But every time I read it, I think it's a combination of apartheid and hotel. Jesus. (laughs) It's it's just one word. And I keep reading it as a path hotel. Jesus. It's pretty messed up. It is pretty messed up. Yeah. Why would they make that? So one of the girls ends up getting bitten by a zombie dog that oh. gets infected by a rat. Yeah. And, uh, and... The zombie dog got bitten by a rat. The zombie dog ate a rat It oh, right. was infected and then it got infected. The girl gets the girl gets infected, starts having some side effects and you think, oh, she's going to become a zombie or she's going to mutate, she's going to be something else. No, she's fine. Cuts to future versions of them and they're battling because the girl who got bit has become an evil, evil lady who controls Umbrella and then the other one is like trying to find out if there's, like, a head zombie, trying to find out if there's, like, an alpha zombie that controls the others, mm. like, if there's something that they can use to potentially stop the outbreak, because there are still pockets of survivors, but they're down to, like, 600 million people, the rest are dead. I really hope Capcom have um, made a game that ties into this. Oh, so do I. That'd be yeah. so fucking funny. Um, I want them to explain how times move forward, because the games are still... Yeah, the world's still fine. Yeah, but... The games in the games like they start in ninety eight and they really stick to ninety eight being the origin point. Yeah. Even like the even the remake of Resident Evil Two, they didn't bump the timeline yeah. up or anything. And so Resident Evil Five is only like two thousand six, two thousand seven, or something like that. Like that they was kept when it was them, released. So yeah, it's two thousand six, but it's released in twenty seven. But it's set in like. No, it's two thousand six. Uh, is it? Yeah, and is then 
And then Resident Evil 7 is set in 2015. Yeah. But that was actually released a little bit earlier than that, I think. But Resident Evil, Resident Evil 7 and 8 are 2017, and I think 8 is 2020. Like, 8 is later on. Let's go back to 98. That's when it was good. Well, they have, haven't they? They remade 2 and 3. Yeah, but I want more games, new well, games. Well, they're remaking 4 as well, aren't they? Uh, 4 was 2001. They should just keep having people in Raccoon City. Loads of games set in Raccoon City I really, just before it gets nuked. I genuinely wanted to remake the Outbreak games. And just make it so it's like impossible that anyone could have got anything done without bumping into someone else. <laughs> I really wanted to remake the Outbreak games because I never got the chance to play this online and it's really difficult to play single player. And uh, I just, I would like to actually have the chance to play those. Um, it's always, it's the only game that I haven't, haven't had the chance to properly experience just because I've only ever played the single player mode on it. And Probably it's, not missing much. Maybe not, but I enjoyed them. I enjoyed playing the single player part. I just wanted to be able to actually play it properly because like in Japan, you can play it up to like three or four people or something. And yeah, they like took a, the online out of it over here yeah. entirely. You couldn't do anything. Fucking... It's a red jet, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's an interesting concept. They could have ported it to Xbox at the time. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been the logical thing to do, but... Yeah, but no. Uh, uh, I think it's because they used Sony servers, because it was all, like, a Sony-based yeah. server system. Because they were the only ones to have, like, mode, like proper, like, server set up at the time. Xbox had some, but I think it was mostly just Halo. Well, Xbox had Xbox Live. Yeah, I know, but they mostly had, like, independent servers were produced by the people that were actually... No, Microsoft had their own servers. Yeah, for Halo, Halo and stuff yeah. like that. But like they could have, they could have done an Xbox port. Yeah, they wouldn't have had to maintain it. Well, Capcom would have. They would have had to maintain no, the service. Xbox maintain it. Really? Yeah. It wasn't until like halfway through the Xbox 360 era that people started getting their own servers. Because EA wouldn't release online games on Xbox, would they? Until they had their own servers for it. Oh. They willingly wanted to have to maintain their own servers. Weird. Whereas Microsoft were like, no, we'll host all the servers. Yeah. But it's not like that now. It's all peer-to-peer nowadays. Isn't it? it's all but anyway, fun. so, yeah. yeah. It, Resident Evil. The Resident Evil series, it's not that bad. It's, like, mid. It is really, really mid. And that's kind of the problem. Like, it's meant to be really good, or it's meant to be... Like, everybody out there... It looks is like going, a fucking sci-fi channel series. It's kind of like a sci-fi channel series. But that's... Yeah. Like, some of the some of the scenes are really not that bad. Does Giancarlo Esposito turn up at no, any point to tell everyone no, they're fucked? No. Oh. I wish he did. Um, like, there is... There is something really really frustrating about this because I think that a lot of people hate this series because they I think that they just they got upset because it wasn't Resident Evil as they imagined it would be Um, other people got upset because like me they couldn't see the ties to the series of the games that they were promised and they just aren't there Um, but like it does smell a lot like a show that was conceptualised as a zombie series and then rewritten to be Resident Evil yeah yeah that's fair Mm. um like I just why not just throw in other zombie films in there? Warm Bodies is part of the universe as well. I love Warm Bodies. That's um, a good film. What other's a zombie thing? Train to Busan. Yeah, that's that's know. part of it. Train to Busan essentially got a yeah. remake. It's a, the sequel to Train to Busan is essentially a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, and it's actually not bad. It's a remake coming out next year, isn't it? Yeah, it's American. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, what so if it's good. I probably won't be. Um, but yeah, like I'm really frustrated because the internet has taken this as like an either it's the best thing ever or it's the worst fucking thing ever, and no one's just saying what it is. It's just mid. No one, no one has middle ground anymore. Everything's good or terrible. There's no like, middle ground. This is this is the, this is the definition of middle ground. Like it is like there are some really good zombie killing scenes. No, if it's middle ground. It's terrible. No, it's not. Yeah, that's the way it works now on the fun. internet. Yeah. If there's one special effect that isn't quite perfect, it's terrible. Well. 
I'm going to give this a Matthew Modine. It's mid as fuck. I still enjoyed it, though. Like, there are still bits in here that I really liked. There's a pretty good uh, scene in a prison where there's, like, a cult that um, worships the zombies and they've accidentally sort of stumbled across the idea of an alpha zombie and it could be, like, the first hints towards that possibly being a thing. Oh, so this is going to be part of um, Land of the Dead universe. No, not like that sort Uh, of alpha zombie. It's basically just, like, a... Almost like a queen bee. Like, they react to its presence and... Oh, like Dead Rising. No, because that was an actual bee. Yeah, that was kind of taking a bit. it's also a Capcom series. Yeah. They can use exactly. that if they want. <laughs> how, why was Dead Rising not part of Resident Evil universe? That's a good point. Imagine how much more fun it would be. Well, Dead Rising was already the most fun game that Capcom had made involving zombies. Right, so the American one's going to be called The Last Train to New York. <laughs> who's in it? Come on, who's in this? Uh... No one. No cast has been announced at all. Oh, really? Yeah. That's more interesting. No than director. Nothing. No, come on. No, honestly, they just they just got it listed. I looked it up. Remake of the 2016 hot Korean film about a father traveling with his daughter on a train during a zombie outbreak. Pre-production. And there's a fake poster that someone somehow's ended up on IMDb. I'm gonna guess Liam Hemsworth. It's either going to be a Liam Hensworth or a Jai Courtney, I reckon. Or Sam Worthington. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. the level we're going for here. Let me have a look. Last Train to New York. Yeah. They must have shot it by now. No, it's not been... Not, it's, I don't know. It's, it's not happening, I guess. Is it a Netflix? Did you hear they want to make Death Note another Death Note yeah, live Yeah, the, the Duffer Brothers are making it. Has anyone not realised that Death Note sucks past the first, like, ten episodes? It just goes downhill. Like it goes so downhill. It's not just when L dies; it goes downhill before that. Yeah. Like, as someone who's got Patrick Wilson as a lead, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh no, someone's put Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, Chris Chris Pratt as the daughter. As the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chris Pratt. He voices the, the zombies. Chris Pratt is the asshole manager of the train. Yeah. The train driver. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the prick. You're driving the train. You're going wahoo! Yeah. It's a me. It's a me, the train driver. Mmm, spaghetti. That's so fucking weird that they're still going ahead with that. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming out next year, they were saying, but I guess not. Because they're making a third train to Busan, aren't they? Yeah, when are they going to make that Akira remake with Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> Do you know they keep saying that's happening? <laughs> Every few years, Leonardo DiCaprio. And then there's that time when Zac Efron was going to be... Yeah. Um, freaking... Canada. Tetsuo and oh, Canada, yeah, Tetsuo, one yeah. of the two, whatever. He was going to be Tetsuo and then Canada was going to be uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, why were they so scared? Just kids. Get the kids from Stranger Things. Yeah, there you go. I would I would buy Will as a Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will as Tetsuo and the guy who plays um Lucas as Canada. Fucking okay. I think that'd be cool. I'll tell you what. Because gen- Tetsuo has to look a bit skeevy and Will can pull that off. I'll tell you what, no, gender bend it and have uh, what's her name? Um Max. Max as uh, as Canada. I see more as Max as like um, the freedom fighter girl. Oh yeah, good yeah, shout, yeah. good yeah. shout, good shout. Um, oh, what's her name? Will shave her head. Well, Millie Bobby Brown. No, she won't anymore. She Was wore she a skull cap in the last series, didn't she? Oh, did she? You could oh. see. But um, yeah, I thought it was weird when they had the young eleven, and it looked to me like they digitally Just put, shrunk her. Well, it looked like they digitally put Millie Bobby Brown's face on her face. Oh, on certain shots. But I think that was on purpose. I think they were trying to make the walls between memories and dreams kind break. of mixed, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
Right, should I review my last thing? Yeah, go for it. Ever? Yeah. Um, I watched the Bob's Burgers movie. Oh, how is it? It's really freaking fun. Really? Really sweet, enjoyable, oh. fun time. Um, basically, story goes, Bob's late on the loan repayment for the burger place, which is, I mean, standard Bob's yeah. Burger situation. Um, High stakes. And a sinkhole opens up outside the shop, blocking oh. the exit to the, to the burger bar so no one can get in. And he tries to open the back door to let people come in through the back, then have the sign say it's not weird, trust us, it's fine. Um, so yeah, no one can get into the store, into the restaurant. So he's got a week to pay his loan off and he can't get any customers or anything. Yeah. And then, um, figuring what's her face, the girl, what's the little girl's name? I can never remember her name. Oh, Jean. No, Jean's the boy. Jean's the boy. Um, Oh, with the rabbit is. Yeah. She's having trouble. She's been called a baby at school. People are taking the mick out of her. Of course, she's got a stunted childlike characteristics. Um, and she falls in a hole and uncovers a dead body in the hole. A skeleton. (gasps) And, you know, the guy who runs the town, the mayor, what's his face? Yeah. Um, he gets, he gets put in prison for it. Well, he gets arrested. Isn't that played, isn't that the guy that's played by Kevin Klein? Possibly, I don't know. But he gets arrested because he gets blamed for the murder. It was a carny that worked at the pier that okay. died. And Louise is, Louise is like, I need to prove he's innocent because if he's in jail, we can't pay our rent on the yeah. property or we can't get him to agree to not let him pay rent because that's another running thing in Bob's Burgers, the amount of times they ask to not have to pay rent that month. And eventually he gives in. Yeah. Um. So they can pay their loan off and everything. Um. So she's determined to prove his innocence. Which he manages, it does turn out he's innocent, spoilers. But what plot twists will happen? All sorts of plot twists. Um, and it's just like, it's a storyline that doesn't get too big. It's a proper Bob's Burger storyline. Because that could be a storyline for one of their episodes. There's all sorts of episodes where Bob gets dragged into something with that friggin' mayor guy. And it's a bit dark. Like the one with their mate where he's got the weird cult party yeah. going on. And he ends up making gingerbread houses with them. And I think then they play Russian roulette at one point. He tries to he tries to convince him to play it. Um but yeah, it's it's one of these things. It's a nice small scale story. It doesn't do the thing like the Simpsons movie does, where it a giant dome's been put over Springfield and all that ridiculous yeah. you know, or the South Park movie has a war with friggin' which I mean it suits South Park to go over the top, but you know how like whenever they do these animated movies, they they try to make the story as big as possible because it's a movie. Yeah. Whereas this keeps it fairly small. And like the plot the plots there's like a you know, separate little plots going on. Um, Bob and um, his wife and what's his name at the bar? It's been years since I've watched the friggin' series, so I can hardly remember the names. Um, they make a little cart and they go out to try and sell burgers on the street. <laughs> um, while the mum's dressed up in jeans burger costume with a bikini on it. Um, <laughs> you know, and they've all got dreams that they're trying to realise. Yeah. Um, like Gene wants to start being a band and he wants to play on the pier because he's always been musical. He's made a little musical instrument out of the napkin thing with a Elastic oh, bands cool. and a yeah. um, fork on it. Just goes bum, 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 bum. when he's like that when he hits it. Um, but yeah, Louise is trying to prove she's not a baby and she's trying to prove she's brave. And it's just just a good fun time. Nice little adventures, little little scenes of the the sort of tension they tend to do in Bob's Burgers, where the kids are just in a ridiculous situation and like they think they're hunting a murderer and they're like trying to hide from him the whole time and they're like right in plain sight. They try to hide and they can't roll under the bed because there's no gap under the bed. And it's just got, um, who's the older daughter? Uh, oh. Yeah, and she's lying on the floor and trying to roll under the bed. She just keeps rolling into it and smacking into it. He goes, ah, it's not working. Tina. Tina, that's it, yeah. 
Um, and Jean's just leaning up against the wall. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's not even hiding. You're just up against the wall. And he's like, you don't know it won't work. The last, the last episode of... of I haven't um, watched it since like series three. Yeah, maybe. No, I haven't either. I've, yeah, I, I do feel like I want to catch up. It's all on Net, but Disney Plus now, isn't it? So I think it's all on Amazon. Yeah, no, it's on Disney Plus because they own it, don't they? Yeah, I know, but oh. I think it's all still on Amazon Prime. You don't have Amazon well. Prime. I've turned, oh. I had to pay, turn it off because no money this month until now. Um, but no, it, it's, it's yeah, it's a really good Bob's Burgers movie. It doesn't try to be more sweary than the show or anything. It doesn't no. try to not feel like the show. It's it's Bob's Burgers with camera movements every now and again. Um, you know, some 3D backgrounds as the camera moves. There's a couple of songs in it, a couple of dance numbers. There's a good bit where they go to visit the this little carny town area, which is like in the bad side of town where no one's supposed to go. And all the carnies are just playing games with rubber ducks <laughs> in a pool. Um, and they don't like being accused of murdering one of their own. <laughs> um, and they sing a whole song. And the songs aren't like Disney-style songs. They're like they're songs that fit the mood of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, sort of... You know they have a lot of trumpet music in it, don't they? Yeah. It's all that sort of swingy trumpet, blues, you know, bluesy sort of jazzy music. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not a music person, music <laughs> critic person. What words? Um, but that, well, a lot of music is very twee. It's very much like the intro, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot of that, a lot, a lot, a lot of trumpet dun, stuff. Dun, 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 um, no, that's good for They don't fill it with like famous celebrity voices or anything. Actually, they fucking do. No, so they don't. I'm going to tell you a few people that are in this. Uh, all right, straight off the bat, Paul Rudd. Yeah, not he's he's in the show, isn't he? He's normally well, he's in it a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, Sarah Silverman. So it's not really that big of a deal. They're Jenny regular, Slate, Rob Hubel, Jordan Peele, Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, yeah, Nick Kroll. Paul F. Tompkins, Gary. Well, they're in Cole, very Kevin small Klein, roles that you barely. Zach Galifianakis. They're in small roles. Kristen Shaw. Yeah, well, Kristen Shaw's one. H. Is... John Benjamin. No, that's the normal actors. That's the normal cast. You're just naming there. Yeah. 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 But it's it's good. It's good fun yes. time. Yeah. Enjoyable. It's on... I, I fucking love the fact that they they just they have kept going, providing what is usually just pretty nice simple comedy for about yeah. fucking twelve seasons now. Yeah. Um, hasn't got shitty like friggin' hasn't jumped the shark. Or like the Simpsons flanderized itself like friggin' Family Guy mm. and all that. It's Simpsons fun. is apparently a bit more decent nowadays. Oh really? Yeah, I haven't watched it in ages, time. but yeah. apparently they've managed to bring it back down a little bit to family style stories with the outlandish stuff every now and again. Oh right, because that's where Simpsons started going wrong. Where Homer stopped being sort of lovably stupid and started yeah. being maliciously stupid. Yeah. Um, and all their adventures became the Simpsons are going to Japan this time which granted does have one of the best Simpsons jokes in it where it's like oh homie you like Japan you like Rashomon and he's like that's not the way I remember it see if you've watched it's a really good joke it's a really good joke but you have to my, have watched Rashomon my favourite <laughs> my favourite joke from the Simpsons is actually that same season and it's mm. the one where uh, they it's the one where they have the tree that Lisa's trying to protect and it gets cut down at the end of the episode and it's mm. travelling down the hill and it just it seems to continuously gain speed and it's going towards the Kentucky Fried Panda and he goes, no, that's Finger Ling Lingered because <laughs> that was the name of that famous depressed panda oh, that died. <laughs> um, mean. Do you remember the one where they had the crusty rib witch that came back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had to, dis- we had to discontinue it because it didn't actually contain anything that could be classed as meat but it's back. No, like the um, one of the later episodes because there's loads of Americans who hate this episode, but the one where Homer has to go to New York because he left his car outside the Twin Towers. Oh yeah, and it, it was the week before 
Yeah, that Denver really yeah. But that episode is genuinely fantastic. It is incredible. Yeah. yeah. But it's punctuated by how Homer hates everything about New York. No, it's um of course you're gonna you know, of course you're gonna have a bad yeah, of course you're gonna hate New York if all you remember is the chuds and the pimps. Because <laughs> he goes down the drain. He's being chased by the pimp and he goes down the train and there's two chuds in the in the, in the drain. And I'm like, Chud when he goes to get the um the drink from the Cacolash. No, he goes. What have you got? I got. I got Mountain Dew and Slug Juice. Like, uh Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, it's crab juice. Crab juice. I've got Mountain Dew or crab juice. Yeah. And he drives away with his car with a clamp still attached to it. <laughs> that episode's fantastic, and it's like right at the point where everyone's saying Simpsons is shit now, and it's like one of the best episodes. That was season seven. I think that's that's around Large Marge, isn't it? Like, which is generally considered the worst episode. Which one's Large Marge? The one where Marge accidentally gets breast implants. Have you never seen that episode? No. It's bad. She goes into the hospital for a routine procedure and Mayor Quimby's girlfriend's being put in the hospital to have um, implants and um, Marge ends up getting them instead and they can't schedule in another um, appointment to remove them for like two weeks. No, it's season 14, mate. That was 2002. That was way after. Yeah, that's that's the next year. It's the next year. Do you not remember yeah, when September season, 11th was? But season like... Season 9 would have been... One sec, let's have a look. Season 9 is like 1998. It started in 87 or 88. So no, season that 9, episode 1, Homer Simpson versus New York. Yeah, Homer takes the family to New York after a bunny is a car legally parked to the World Trade Center. Season 9. I know my Simpsons, mate. I know my you Simpsons. You know your fucking attitude. <laughs> You'll fix it. Yeah. Anyway, God, Paul. yeah. September 21st, 1997 was it when it originally aired. Well, that episode? Yeah. I thought it was like the week before September no, 11th. No, 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 no. It was shown mm. on a rerun the week before. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, because that was, um, that was the whole thing was they were like, they were like, it's insensitive. It's like, we didn't fucking know. Bet Family Guy did. I love the, uh, I love the episode where they get the, uh, the, um, the nuclear power plant base, baseball team, they just start hiring pros. Old Springfield isotopes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talking baseball. Cut those sideburns. <laughs> Does he even know what sideburns are? We want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. We want a catcher, not a belly scratcher. rolls down his eye. Don't worry, just rolls off his back. Water for duck's back. <laughs> it's like that goes hey come on that's come like on. season 2 that's like no it's season season 6 it's not that late yeah, it's way six. earlier season, season 6 mate way earlier um, Springfield Ice because that was back when I actually used to watch it and I think I had it on video I've got um, some Simpsons videos in my cupboard I've got the um, the ones where the Simpsons go camping that one which I think is the first episode Jesus actually season 2 uh, no, 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 oh, sorry, this is Hungry, Hungry Homer. That's a different one. Uh, no, sorry. Um, it's not Homer the Mascot. Was it the same episode or was that a different episode? No, it was a different episode. Yeah, because that's one where Homer becomes a mascot for um, the Shelbyville. Yeah. Like, thingy. I have to go to Shelbyville when it's all like lights and it's all magical. Anyway, what's your next review? Your last review. Season three. Jesus. Told you. Yeah. Over at three. the bat. Yeah. Oh, God. I just want to fucking watch Classic Simpsons now. Do you remember the episode with the lemon tree? No. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's the one where they have a lemon tree on the top of Springfield Hill, but the Shelbyville junkyard have stolen it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. part over each one of their land. And the Shelbyville... 
Show's over, Springfield. I guess you last. And he takes a bite out of a lemon in his face. Caves in on it. So like, it's tears start streaming down his face. I can eat a lemon. <laughs> I can eat an onion. I can eat a lemon. You shouldn't Easy. eat an onion or a lemon. What's your last review? My last review is going to be for Love and Thunder. Oh, what? I saw this film. stars Christian Bale, um, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Natalie Portman, um... Kat Dennings has uh, Stellan Skarsgård in a bit of a cameo. Yeah, they get a scene. They get a scene. Um, and uh, and uh, Taika Waititi, Tessa Thompson, Russell Crowe. Uh, all-star Brett Goldsmith. Cast. What an all-star... No, Brett Goldsmith. Um, so, he's the CGI man. What? Brett Goldsmith. He's the CGI man from Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. He hasn't been one scene. Why are you mentioning him? That's spoilers. Well, am I not allowed to mention him? I didn't say what he was. Spoilers. Anyway, um, so this is the fourth four movie. Seventh, if you not sixth, eighth. Why isn't it called Four? I don't know. Um, it's called Four Love and Thunder, and it is the story of Four realizing that that you know there is more. He needs more in his life. He's uh, he's been he's been uh, a warrior. He's been a leader. He's been. You know, the people's champion. That's uh, The Rock. Don't you belittle The Rock's achievements? And, you know, he's he sacrificed everything in the name of saving the Asgardian people. And now he's out there trying to find his place in the world. He did a great job of it. He saved quite a few of them. He's doing it. He's out in the world, you know, seeing what's next for him, trying to work out what, what life holds for him. And uh, and he uh, he's doing some meditating. Yeah. But it only makes him angrier. Oh. Um, He's probably doing the wrong type of medita- meditating, I think he says. Um, but meanwhile, whilst he's trying to find himself, Gore, the God Butcher, has lost his family. It's not his. Na- he's not the God Butcher yet. That would have been a bit too much foreshadowing. So Gore has uh, lost his family, specifically his daughter. You don't see his wife. Don't know why. Uh, but he's lost his daughter. He killed her. <laughs> he killed her. Yeah. He's the one who he killed her. Um, she was the one who killed his daughter and they killed yeah. her in revenge yeah um, but Gore has travelled to an oasis to to um, you know to confront his god to tell him you're a prick and uh, his god's like well he went there to ask him for for yeah his daughter back yeah. but now he's like you're a prick mate and uh, fair enough and yeah. in his anger in his in his anger and his sadness he manages to call forth the necro sword from the body of a warrior. It was already there. Yeah, the necro sword like, calls to him. All oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, he gets the necro sword and he kills his own god, and he says he vows to kill all gods because they are selfish, stupid, childish idiots, much like any leaders are. Really, is that is that the allegory? Yeah. Yeah, because it's about. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Um, it's about worshiping people in power, but obviously not all not all gods are the same. Four is, you know, he is, he tries to be a man of the people. He tries to be. Uh, oh, this is where the Marvel propaganda sits in. Yeah, because he tries to. He's he tries, a good one. He tries to maintain some semblance of humanity. Yeah, whilst also knowing what it is to. Because I think that the difference is that the the gods that he meets and the gods that we meet in this film. The very few that there are actually in this film. There's not that many. There's hundreds of them. You see thousands of them. Yeah, no, but you don't actually see, like, meet them. There's no, yeah. like, real... There's a little dumpling god. Anyway. So, um, yeah, you don't you don't really... There's not really a ton of gods in this. We don't even really see any gods die except for that first one. No. 
which is a bit of a shame, isn't it? That I could mean, be cool. It's fine. Um, this is the shortest Marvel movie in quite some time, isn't it? It's only like an hour and forty, isn't it? No, it's two hours. Is it? Yeah, it's two hours. Jesus. Anyway, so um, so Gore's going on a campaign killing all these people, and obviously he's killing gods. He's aiming to kill gods because of their petty interactions and how they how they will people to kill themselves and all this other shit because. You know, they, they, they don't, they don't really gain power from it. They just enjoy seeing people sacrifice themselves for them. They, they just want us, they want to see the ants suffer. Yeah, exactly. It's TV to them. Um, book four is someone who has sacrificed his own people, who sacrificed his whole entire world to, to, you know, save a few. So he, he is something different from your standard god. And he's going, I'm going to defeat Gore. I'm going to save the world. And he goes to a bunch of gods and he goes, give us a hand, mates. And they're like, ha, 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 no. And then Jane didn't Foster. Do the accent. I'm not doing. So this is what's really funny, right? So my dad used to have. My dad lived in Australia when he was younger. Like that's where he lived with his parents. And he has oh. old VHS tapes. No wonder you watch friggin' Auntie Donna. Watch a lot of stuff. So here's these old VHS tapes, and a lot of old VHS, like Australian VHS tapes, because like you you can't get the films that his dad had like recorded off the TV. Mm. There's like boxes of these things, and they're all like, taped off the TV. But um, he has fucking tons of them. And I remember watching them when I was a kid. My dad was like, we'll watch Ben-Hur and we'll watch shit like this. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's watch it. And it was, my granddad obviously had recorded adverts in between. So every so often you'd get like a local fish and chip shop or like a chain store. Nice. And you would get people doing the same accent that Russell Crowe's doing. And it wasn't until I was listening to a podcast where someone went, do you remember those old fish and chips? And I was like, fuck. And you know, like when it's like, it's a bit like Inception, you know, where he's behind the wall. Like well, why were they doing Greek accents? It's like so. There used to be a thing where in Australia there'd be like these Greek fish and chip shops, and they would have TV adverts. They'd buy like a few minutes on local oh. TV, and it was an Australian doing and a it was, Greek it, accent. No, it was it was a Greek bloke who had either moved to Australia and started a fish and chip shop, but been there predominantly in Australia for most of his oh. life, but still had some of that Greek accent. Yeah, and that's what Russell Crowe sounds like. Or it'd be someone doing an impression of that. In which case, it was highly racist and terrible. But it, again, sounds very similar to what Russell Crowe is doing in this. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what came back to my mind, was I remember that. They also used to have a very similar thing for, like, TV shops and bed stores and things like that. But anyway, so that's what Russell Crowe reminded me of in this. But anyway, Russell Crowe is doing that impression because he plays Zeus. He's like, we're not going to help you. We don't believe this is a threat. He's killing, like, I D. Saw people getting upset that um, Russell Crowe's, like, you know, fat. Lazy Zeus. But like they're going, well, that's not what Zeus should look like. Look at how Zack Snyder showed Zeus. In oh, Justice I saw League. that, and I was like, and I'm just like, that's. I mean, if you want an accurate depiction of Zeus, he's going to be a fat rapist. Yeah, like you can have the big muscly one, but the whole thing of Zeus is that eventually he just sort of went, "Fuck it, I'm going to sit back and eat loads of shit." Yeah, loads of lucky. Um, but no, like so, baklava, baklava. Mm, yeah. I love some baklava. Have you got some baklava? I can make it. Oh. I'm not going to make it though. It's too hot. Um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, Jane Foster's back. She has cancer. She's dying. Much like in the comics, the Jason Aaron run that we spoke about a few weeks ago. Um, she's back and she is, uh, she's dying. Oh. But she keeps using, she's she's bonded to the, um, bonded to the, to Mjolnir. 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 Um, she's bonded to Thor's old hammer because he, at one point when they were together, said, you're here to protect me and Jane. Hmm. So protect Jane as well. And that sort of gave it some power and it meant that she could transform into the Mighty Four. Yay. Which is which is really cool. In the comics, that's a really interesting run because very similar to this, she has cancer in the comics, 
The difference is that when she transforms, it's not that the hammer drains her physical power. It's essentially when she no, transforms... does the chemotherapy, doesn't it? Yeah, when it transforms, it removes the chemotherapy because it's like a poison. Yeah. So it removes shit like that. It doesn't heal her. It just removes the, the chemotherapy and alcohol and shit like that. She says that specifically mm. she can't get drunk anymore or anything like that. Um, and that's and that's really interesting because it means that every time she transforms... And in that, it's not for knowing that she is becoming mighty for. She's actually... The warrior's free. Like, um, who's the fat one? I can't remember his name. Stepguard, Stavros, Stepguard, Ray Stevenson, the warrior, yeah, Ray Star of, oh, specifically the the warriors free are supporting her through that process and saying to her, Jane, you can't keep doing this, but she's continues to be needed, like she still needs to be that person because by that point falls off in space being a king, um, and that's I think that if they had been, if if there was one major criticism I'd say to this is that introducing Jane Foster in this. And then what they do with her is an injustice to that character. Because I think she's very good in this. And I think that they could have quite easily... Yeah, but it's Marvel stuff. And it's not yeah. like they won't. she won't turn up again if they wanted no, to. No, like, like, I think definitively they should just leave it now. If they've done this, they need to just accept it, leave it. And she gets like a nice send-off at the end. Mm. But it's just a case of... You could have so easily had her just stay out of that last battle. And it wouldn't have made a difference. I still want to know why Gore kidnapped all those children. Who's going to you going to rape them? Was he? Yeah. Was that his plan? His yeah. new wives. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like no, unnecessary. He didn't need them for anything. No. I mean, what no. was he planning to do? Was he just planning to use them as like he wasn't going to use them as bait, was he? Because no. he got storm. He got storm guard. Storm- no. If anything, he he took them. I guess maybe. I mean, he couldn't have purposely picked out Thingy's son that no one ever heard of before. No. This. Just well, no, I, I don't think he had any idea of the kids that he yeah. had stolen. He just stole effectively kids. all he did is he put a tracking device on yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, pretty but much. I can't see any reason why he would have done it because they're not they're not gods. No, they're just as guardians. Yeah, it's probably part of a stuff that was cut from the film. And yeah, like that's that's one of the things I was going to get to. And so no, there wasn't a four hour cut of the f- fuck's sake. No, you seen yeah, that? It definitely wasn't. Oh, there was a four hour. Originally, it was four. Hour. That's an assembly cut. Yeah, it's not the same, it's guys. It's freaking not, not the same thing. It's not no. a film. It's not a film yet. <laughs> it's a film with lots and lots of extra footage and additional takes and sometimes the same footage from a different angle. Yeah. It's not very interesting Background to see. plates. Yeah. Shit uh, like that. Unfinished CGI stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very interesting to see. I mean, it's interesting if it's a film that hasn't been released. Like, yeah. if it's a film that didn't get finished, then it's interesting. Or something like Brain Candy, where it's a completely different film for the last 40 minutes. Like, mm. Red Letter Media mentioned recently. Um, but anyway, yeah, so again, this is just another mid-film. It's not great, it's not terrible. Like, I think I was a lot happier with it after I'd left the cinema, but it is very much like, I'm just like, you know, give or take it, really. That's fine. Yeah, there's nothing nothing incredible here. There's nothing that's going to change the Marvel Universe here. Um, or is there? No, there isn't. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm expecting Dumpling God to come back. <laughs> I think that, or that little one that's just like a hairy head on with feet. Yeah, he was yeah. quite cool. Um, I, like I think that this could have been this could have been a lot better, but it was. You know, they attempted to make make a comedy film, but then have the villain be Gore, and Gore the villain is such an interesting character, and they've got Christian Bale. It felt the comedy stuff felt outdated. It felt like the you know the Judd Apatow films yeah. where they start. Getting a bit high on their own farts yeah. with their um, ad libs. Like there is some, stuff. there is some bits in here that made me laugh, but it was mostly visual stuff that made me yeah. laugh. 
like when Thor is called into battle with the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. and the way he goes into battle is he, he takes his he takes his hammer, puts it between his legs like a like a broomstick, yeah, it flies, <laughs> it flies off. off on yeah. it. And I was like, great, that's that's funny. I liked um, the subtle stuff, like when he sees um, friggin' Four, other four. Oh yeah, and he, and he calls. He tries to call Monia. No, no, he's oh. he walks up and his armor just suddenly turns all more extravagant yeah. and flashy because he's like in, in a bit of competition with a. I liked it. I liked it. He, he had his hand just twitching next to his side. And he's like, "Come here, that's right, come to me." And then Stormbreaker turns around the corner. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh great. And he's like, oh there you are. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I was calling you. Yeah, the, was, the stuff with Stormbreaker was fun. Yeah. Although they didn't, they didn't. It didn't play out through the whole film because Stormbreaker was taken by well, spoilers, but Stormbreaker gets taken by Gore, and and then it's just he can use it. Yeah, like I was expecting it Ooh, to like Stormbreaker cheated on four. He was well, no, I was expecting it to be sided a bit, with the villain. I was expecting a bit like it would be in conflict, mm. so it wouldn't work for him. But he couldn't he call to, like, him back. Combine it with like four the couldn't call sword him back. Yeah, I know, but like maybe just like yeah, you got just smash a necro do something with it, you know. Like the yeah. Necro Sword's such an interesting weapon as well because clearly they had an idea around symbiotes and how they would use that. Yeah, it's not symbiote in this. It's nothing to do with symbiotes in this. It's shadow creatures. It's just some yeah. shadow weapon. It's just some evil weapon. I did like there was one action set piece that was really good, and that was the moon. That seems like that was planned out months ahead of everything else. Yeah, that's all the black and white. Yeah, thing with a little bit of color coming through and all that. That was quite neat. Yeah, just just weird little um, black like weird those weird creatures that are all just like monsters, weird. just like eldritch horrors that you. Yeah, I would like it if they had made it so the sword basically it was a bit like Katana's sword from the Suicide Squad. As much as we joke about that, but it took the essence of shit that it killed. Her name's Katana. <laughs> Don't get on her bad side. Some say her sword traps the souls of his victims. <laughs> it's got the spirit of my dead husband in it. That's why I whispered to it. It's like, there were a bunch of people in there. Those poor bastards. Um, but yeah, like it did... She was Kimiko. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, same actress. Oh. Yeah, Karen Fukuhara. Fukuhara. Oh, shit. Yeah. She's really good when you give her a chance to do anything. And she was in... Was she also in Arrow, briefly, as a different character, not as thingy? Maybe. I'm sure she was in like a couple, you know, because they had, what's her face? Huntress? No, what's what's the Katana? They had Katana in Narrow, didn't they? Oh, yeah, bit. they did, yeah. But yeah. they had another character who was her sister or some shit. Yeah, like an assassin with Burn Arrow. Or something, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Karen Fukuhara. I oh, think, cool. I feel like it. I don't know, maybe not. I anyway, Fallen Love Thunder is, is, you know, it's mid. It's mid. There's no, the other thing as well is it didn't really feel like... I liked Christian Bale in it being just a bit of a weird nutter. He was so fucking good in it. That's yeah. that's why I feel like it was so sad that they didn't really do anything with that character. Like the moments like where he's where he's saying like, Oh, you think you've won? And he's like painfully smiling and laughing at I four. I like when he tries to make bleeding. kids happy. And he like has the the the, sc- the skull with the spinal cord hanging off it. And he's just like trying to put, like make them happy in the cage. I don't remember. He that. sneaks up on him. Maybe there's peeing at that point. Yeah, maybe. You love peeing. It's your favourite thing. But yeah, like it just feels like feels like they're it's a, a bit of a missed opportunity. They had a lot of good ideas, but well, nothing. She was the voice of Glimmer in Pachira as well. Oh, there you go. There was a lot of really good ideas, but they didn't really do anything with any of them. Mm. They just sort of dropped off. No. And it just like a lot of the a lot of the points just didn't really hit. And like Chris Hemsworth can be funny, but you need to you need to maybe have more of an idea around story and how you're going to get from point to point rather than it being just 
We can go anywhere. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go here. Oh, that's where they are. Let's go there. It just, it felt a bit like there was no journey to find out where the kids actually were. There was no journey to sort of do anything. It was all just, we'll use Stormbreaker and we'll go there immediately. Oh, I don't have Stormbreaker, but now I've got this other thing that does exactly what Stormbreaker did. And cover goats. Yeah. And goats to guide them. It was just, it was just a bit of a shame. Just a bit of a shame. So it's, it's still enjoyable. Still bits I enjoyed, but it just, it's not. You know, great. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Rila Fukushima. Racist. Different actress. Anyway, so I'm going to give it a Matthew Modi. A lot of mid level shit this week. A lot of shit that I wish there was just better, but just isn't. Who gives a fuck? You know, we'll all die eventually. Uh, That's been Crit Apocalypse episode 190. I've been Matt. Oh, you has it now? You has, can find an LLV54 Space Monkey on uh, Twitter or uh, Wild Wheels Hat on Twitter. How's Wild Wheels Hat doing? What? How many followers you got on Wild World's hat now? Like 1,400 and something. And you don't put the, the podcast on more popular than you. No. Because it's not Transformers related, so why would It I? is sometimes. Let me see. How, I, I know what you're doing. Look, you just you don't do. like that I'm really popular. Nah, I love it. I'm, I'm glad my, you're really popular. You know, you're just... enjoying it as well. You buy more Transformers. Yeah, you know. that's probably not a good thing. No, it's definitely not a good thing, but you know. As long as you're buying more Transformers, I can justify buying my nonsense. But on the plus side... Uh, There's a plus side? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to TF Nation next month. I mean, are you? Are you going to have a table? No, I'm just going to be hanging around. But I, I do know a few people are you take who World are going to have tables at are you their, take World like, zombie workshop. Are you going to take World Wars hat? I might do. Yeah, take World Wars hat and you could be like, pop it on stuff, take pictures. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, And then you could be like, here's World Wars hat on World Wars maybe. hat. Maybe when I see... Um, I'll see what Nick from Toy Fu has got because he's done a video. He's rec- they, as far as I'm aware, he's recorded a video with a uh, few showing stuff he's going to have at TF Nation. They've okay. done that before. Yeah. So if he's got something particularly special on there, I might hit him up on Twitter because he follows me. Yeah. And retweets my stuff every now and again. What are the other two that you have? You've got Wild Wars Hat. You've got. Well, I haven't got any other Twitter. No, there's no, but there's like the, the you've got three of you now. There's and they're like some sort of Triforce of nerdy uh-huh. Transformer equipment. There's like a cape. And a chair? It's nothing to do with me. I don't do them. No, I know you don't do them, but you speak to them. There's tons of them. There's loads of them. Oh, okay, there's, I, there's, someone took Hound's helmet. There's God Bomber's helmet. There's all sorts. But the key point is, is that people go, my one works because it's a cowboy hat. And it's funny. When it's a, tra- when it's a regular Transformers accessory, Yeah. apparently it's not as funny. But I think I think the cape one's good. I like the Bumble Bike one. Yeah. Someone put... You can find me at Christopher Clips most places. Um... If you can't spell it, then I don't know how you found this podcast, but, uh, but yeah. No one finds this podcast. It's an accident. Only bots find it. Only bots talk to us about <laughs> Every so often, someone watches the weird right-wing episode that we did, and I'm like, why is that number going up? What? The right-wing one. Was, what was it called? Oh, I guess we're white right-wing now. That's Every it. so often, someone... I don't listens. remember what I call these episodes. I'm probably half of them have got the same name. I just probably. forget. But yeah, every so often someone listens to that one and the number goes up a little bit and I'm like, I don't like this. All right. Do you hear they're going to get Brexit redone? Really? Yeah, that's what Penny Mordaunt. Why? Yeah. I want I want Liz Truss to win. Why? Because there's absolutely nothing going on in that head of her. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> hilarious. Did you see that? I don't want to sound mean, but have you ever watched her talk? It's yeah, like... It's like nothing. It's like she's been... You know like, when, you know like when you train a dog how to do a trick? like, And you know the dog doesn't understand the trick. It's just doing the thing you've trained it to do. And she comes out on stage and she talks like she's just been taught how to say the thing she's going to say. But yeah, like, 
we've already discovered that Rishi Rishi Sunak is actually a fucking resident of the, the Oz. <laughs> he was one of them in Palumpas. How is he so short? He's related to Deep Roy. How is him and Boris Johnson so short? They're both around the same height. No, grand grand men of huge stature. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of him trying to make it out he's normal by having a barbecue? Yeah. Where he's just like, oh, he puts a polo shirt on. And he's like, here I am having a regular normal barbecue. And it's like Waitrose stuff. Have you seen Have you seen the video of Boris Johnson pretending to be out on a jog? The car pulls up and he oh, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. a jog. That's, <laughs> like, that's a long jog for him, man. Boris Johnson yeah. is a very fat idiot. He was got in a plane today, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Where to? No, he, there was a fighter jet plane. Oh, and they yeah, film the whole yeah. thing to make sure you can't see the pilot yeah. actually flying it. Yeah. But they just want to make him look cool, dramatic, yeah. cool, action-packed. As soon as he's not PM, he's fucking off to America for a job on Fox News. Oh, Although, 100%. I think more likely, though, is he's fucking off to, like, Kent for a job on Good and G... You think he's going to be GB News? I think he's going to be GBBs. Yeah. Oh, GBBs! I think so. I think he's going to have a channel, a show on GBBs. Right after Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage is the headliner. <laughs> No one watches that show. No. No one watches any of GBB. No. More people watch my videos than yeah. GBB. Have, have you seen as well, like, um, was it Pierce Morgan has his own little talk show? Yeah, on that's like, not on talk there, TV. Though, yeah, talk TV. Is- yeah, and that's fucking bailing as well. Yeah, I keep seeing photos of it and I'm like, is this real? <laughs> I think people have just gotten wise to the grip. Because it's got like woke culture. Yeah, like people, have just gotten, right, like people have just gotten like wise to the grip. Like Americans, it's really easy to fall with that shit. Like, Americans are like, oh, I fucking hate it. It's not so much getting wise to the grift. It's just that there's not actually that many people who support it. Yeah. It's just enough to get them angry enough to, like, pad the votes out yeah. where they need it. Well, I think that once they start Because the one thing left-wing is really, really bad at is, like... Memes. No, it's not memes. It's, like, manipulating the structure. Because the right-wing will put all their efforts into getting the vote in places where they need, where yeah. they know they can win, and that's enough to get them a win. Left wing don't. They just sort of hope that everyone will vote for they them. They hope everyone sees the good in it all. Yeah. But they need to go after the places where they can properly win. And lie. Just lie yeah. like crazy. Yeah. That's what that's what all the other groups do. Just lie. I, I, it's all anyway. just fucked. If they, if they get rid of the NHS, they'll be fucked. Like, if the Tories are responsible for the NHS going, then they'll never be voted for again. They'll never be in again. They'll just be done. I'm surprised the party's still going now. Look at them. They're in fucking shambles. Mm. They're not really. <laughs> no, they aren't. Do we have a health secretary right now? Do we uh, have a education we, minister? We had three we do. In we four have an days. education minister, but she's she is like often saying like woke and shit like that. And mm. I think that at one point she wanted to. She was one of those people that was like, the UK's history isn't as dark as they say it is, but we're not going to teach these things anymore. It's like, oh, so it is. Yeah, so it's as bad as you say. You're just not going to fucking teach anymore. I still remember history was just about the fucking Victorians and World War Two when I was a kid. We had human zoos a hundred years ago. We had human zoos in London and stuff. That's fucking grim. Do you know that no, they no, don't teach us school? No, no. They would take like people from other countries, like Africa and India and stuff, and, and just put, put them, them in zoos. cages, and people would go around and look at them. That was that was that's a hundred years ago. Some of your great grands. Who might still be alive and remember hey, that. Hey, hey, my granddad was Dutch and my nan was Indian. Pennsylvania Dutch. <laughs> no, no. But no, my granddad was Dutch. Dutch and my uh, my nan was Indian, so uh, fuck you. I, didn't, I wasn't involved in any of that shit. Malcolm McDowell's part Indian, like fucking... 
<laughs> and he's about as British as they get. Yeah, I was going to say she was uh, she was the whitest Indian <laughs> in, in the whole region. <laughs> it's one of those things like Freddie Mercury, where they say Freddie Mercury's Indian, but like very, very, very British Indian. <laughs> No, my uh, my parents, my grandparents. He's, he's that level of Indian that isn't offensive to the yeah to the racists. Yeah, it's that level of Indian that like he's like Jesus. They can, they can ignore it. Yeah, he's like Jesus. You can yeah. you can pretend he was white. Yeah. <laughs> I still love the fact that like <laughs> those American people, the white pictures of Jesus, they're like, yeah, that's what Jesus looked like. Yeah, when he lived in America. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the Mormons. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you've got to remember that the Mormons believe that black people are no, black American because they said American Christians think Jesus lived in America. Yeah, probably. Americans are dumb, fucking dumb, idiots. Dumb, 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 dumb. They're so fucking stupid. Oh, God. They're not think. stupid. It's just that there's enough really stupid ones to keep ruining things for everyone else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like... Same thing here. It's like we're not drowning because it's sinking sand, but there's enough water in this that we could drown if it keeps letting us sink. Hmm. Yeah, the one's fucked me. Right, you done? Yeah, I'm going to go and sweat to bed. Yeah, I need food. Yeah, good luck with that. Night, love you, Night. bye. Love you Night. all. Uh, Boris Night. Johnson, Boris Night. Johnson's no longer PM. He's gone. Stays for a till... Do you want to put a bet on who's going to be next? Um, It's going to be um a stack of rotten tomatoes from the local Boz's you reckon green grocers. You reckon they've actually got enough money for a stack of rotten tomatoes? Well, the, the rotten when they buy them, they don't let them go off. Oh, right. They're gonna, it's going to be the leftover stuff. They pick it out the, the bins. Not like beef tomatoes. Pick out the bins from the like back of Waitrose. Tomatoes. After Waitrose has oh. thrown away the food at the end of the day. I see what you mean. See what yeah. mean. They do my shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, I reckon I'm going to put money on. I thought it was going to be Rishi. I thought it was going to be Rishi. Yeah. But I think this hype thing, It's uh, after you told me, I had a Google. Last two days, that is all anyone's talking about. So I think that he's actually been paying money to try and avoid people taking pictures of him below the waist. No, they didn't see there was that photo on the BBC website where they were like, here's all the people. And they put Rishi Sunak yeah. as like taller, taller than everyone else. But he's the same height. No, it's just, it's really odd because him and Johnson both are only ever taking pictures in a way that makes him look taller. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's really... Propaganda machine. It's really fucking sad. I think Rishi Sunak's going to debut that he has a mecca. <laughs> and that's going to win the anime nerds Made of working class people. Yeah. He's going to be doing a gun plot in number 10. You have a real mecha. You have a proper mecha. Very expensive. Oh, like the one in Japan. Yeah, he's got the money for it. That thing in Japan's awesome. Have you seen that? It's not going to be that big. We're talking like twice his size, so like nine foot tall. So, you know. (laughs) And you'll question where his legs go when they move. Like the one from District 9. because the, the hip moves yeah. forward, but that's where shin would be. Like the like District Nine. Yeah, where he gets inside the he gets inside the prod. Yeah, he's got he's actually curled up. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually joysticks doing, like, like Rhino in the amazing. Spider-Man he's claiming too. he's controlling it, but it's actually a man just offside remote no, control. It's a, it's a man giving him a hug. Yeah, and he's got the legs. No, there's a remote. Control. It's like you know when the kids when they do that father son yeah. power loader costume yeah that's, that's what I'm imagining <laughs> dad's in the costume yeah the little kids in the Rishi Sunak's in the baby <laughs> just in the baby harness sitting at the front I can't believe how short they are it's so creepy it's creepy yeah because like you could push them over really easily well no I, I could beat them up <laughs> really easily beat either of them up yeah like even just even just a basic child could beat them both up 
The fact that Boris Johnson can get bullied by a child <laughs> Richie's I think that'd be fucking Is hilarious. Theresa May taller than them both? Yeah, she's actually somewhat tall. She's like she? six foot, isn't she? Oh, that. Gangly. Yeah, well, she's got those spider limbs. It's because of all the weapons. Oh, and Jacob Rees Mogg, who walk around like the Jacob other Rees father Mogg from Jacob Rees Mogg is taller than me, but I'll snap him like a fucking twig. Yeah, good cry. I kick the living shit out D- of him. You, you just move your head towards him fast and he'd, he'd cry. He'd try and call someone to just beat like, me up. Boom, like that. Yeah. And he'd, he'd cry. So he'd call his nanny. Yeah, that's what he'd do. He'd call his nanny or one of his kids to try and beat me up. And I would what, sex, like, six Sextus? Yeah. Would Sextus, Sextus. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Get fucking lost, you little fuck One of fuck his kids rat. is called Sextus. Yeah, I know, fuck rat. <laughs> yeah, what are John, Boris Johnson's kids called? He doesn't know. No, he doesn't. <laughs> There's like eight of them. Yeah. Oh, God, they're all fucking Do you so think he disgusting. had one with his stepdaughter? Who, Boris Johnson? His adopted daughter, do you think? Who, Boris Johnson? Probably. He has an adopted daughter? Probably, I don't know. From one of his marriages? I mean, it's, it's, it's what the rich people do now. Did you hear that fucking, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Elon Musk's dad did it. Elon Musk's dad fucked his stepdaughter. Yeah. And had a kid with her. Yeah. Three Ooh. kids. They're fucking three, disgusting. Three kids. Why are rich people so fucking disgusting? All unexpected. Why are they all so fucking disgusting? I know. Anyway, I suggest you watch the film Society this weekend. I've already seen it. Yeah, because that'll give you... The shunting. Yeah. Anyway. Is it the shunting or the shuntoning? Something like that. It's the shunting, I think. No, I think you're thinking of the um, no, it is, it's Jake the, Paul, it's the, like the Logan Paul movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called The Shunting, because yeah. his dad comes out and goes, we suddenly always called me a butthead. <laughs> Stuart Gordon, eh? Mm. Brian Yusner? Yeah. Yeah. Brian Yusner film. Yeah. With effects by Screaming Mad George. Who's disappeared, didn't he? Who? Screaming Mad George. He just disappeared or no, something. No, he's still around. No, like, I mean, he like literally is a missing person. No. No, he's still around. He did... um. Statue at Blizzard. It's been working on all sorts of stuff. What's his name? Joji, Joji something. His real name. He's a Japanese guy, isn't he? Yeah. Right, can I end this now? Because it's fucking two hours. Wasting so much time. Yeah, you can end it now. Bye. Bye, everyone. Love you.